The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Why is this not playing? I was going to play a really nice um, little song. Why is this not playing? Why won't you play? Why is this not playing? Is the computer plugged in? It should be... um... Hmm, how are you going to play? Are you going to play... What's going on with that? It played just a second ago. It'd be worth it. Hang on, it'd be worth it. It was a nice little um, relaxed intro to the, uh, to the show sounds. You've, you should be working there. Headphones, yes. What is, what is going on? There we go, here we go. Let's, let's, let's try again. This is a nice... Um, here we go, here we go. I've not taken acid for 12 years One night last summer I did I was adrift in a bar room Acting like a jerk and a kid I knew we were asking for trouble Trouble was what we would get Five of us dropped in the girls' room Psychedelicized in St. Quintet Well, that bathroom got crowded in no time Our minds were all blown in one flash Everyone in there got ugly We exited out of there fast Feeling great, no problem. Back in the bar, we were fine. Till Johnny turned into a Nazi. <laughs> and Mary threw up all her wine. Well, in no time, we all were ejected. Soon we were out on the street. The sidewalk began to perspire We had glass and dog shit at our feet We went over to Mary's apartment Come on! To listen to the Grateful Dead On the way there we lost Johnny He had opted for Bellevue instead Well, I'm really glad we did this. This feels great, man. It's just like the old days. I love this. I know my hair's on fire. It's like incense or something. You know, your face is melting. It is. It's all the colors of the rainbow. Hey, you want to hold some fruit? Come on. Hold some fruit. It breathes. It really does. A cantaloupe. Come on. Uh, no, I don't know where the Donovan tape is. Well, I had to get out of that city. Bobby was bringing me down. 
Me and my darling young Susie Sit so long and drove out of town Just keep the car on the highway <laughs> Don't laugh and don't fart and don't sneeze <laughs> Well, we got to my house in the country The country, man The trees were all throbbing and green Susie was sure she had cancer I was sure I was James Dean We went down to the lake to go swimming Come on, let's try that Down to the lake for a swim Susie said, water cures cancer I asked her to please call me Jim This acid is usually dangerous the mild-mannered can quickly turn me LSD can surely derange us Unless you possess Thorazine So next time you want to go out there When you feel like fading your head Think twice before dropping acid Hold out for mushrooms instead. Well, here's, um, here's the thing I have to do, and I feel weird doing it. You know, I have to say, we don't condone the use of drugs. But um, I have used drugs in the past. And uh, looking, I spent way too much money on drugs in my life. And looking back, um, it, it's mostly been a waste of money. I can say that quite confidently. It's mostly been a waste of money. Um, I have to say, though, the handful of times I took LSD, um, it, it, it was, it was something completely unique. It was, and this isn't me saying, hey guys, go out there and doing it. This is just me speaking honestly about my experiences. I think I did LSD five times, I want to say, and, um, it's the only drug I can look back and go, well, do you know what? I'm glad actually I did that. I'm glad I experienced that. I'm glad that I went through that because it, 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 it changed something in my head. And I think it might change it for better. Again, I'm not saying go out and do drugs. I really wouldn't recommend you go and do drugs. People make their own choices. But you were saying an interesting thing mm. about Simon Amstel and, and um, that drug they take in the Amazonian rainforest. Yeah, what, what is that? Let me look wa- it up. Wahuka or something. Something waska. Um, I was I was asked years ago to go and do a TV series where I went to this is the, this it's kind of like peyote it's this natural I think it's a sap from a tree and, and these native um, uh, Amazonians drink it and it's kind of like a rebirthing experience and it's very it's spiritual and you you throw up violently yeah. and then you have a trip ayahuasca is called and you ayahuasca. go and it's under the supervision of the sh- local shaman yep. and um, you go through various it's kind of one of those um, Rituals that young men go through, yep, yep. A, a sort of dream world ritual um, that a lot of sort of um, South American tribes and 
North American tribes used to go through yep. as a sort of rite of passage. Um, and he was talking about it on the Adam Buxton podcast, the new one that was out today. And it was, I found it really interesting. He said that he'd gone, as had a lot of people from sort of European countries on this trip. Yes. Um, as a treatment for depression he said a lot of people that went there were depressed and they felt that they were called to try this out um and for him you know he says it hit some sort of reset with him and uh, he felt a hell of a lot better afterwards um and it, there has been a couple of stories that it ca- there was one about eight months ago and then it, it happened again uh, it, uh, another i don't know if it was the same story kind of being repeated in a cyclical fashion as they often are if it was new research mm. um, but they were on the bbc website it was trusted news sources and other sources um saying that scientists believe that for some forms of depression magic mushrooms as we know them i, I never know how you pronounce it psychosyllabin is that how you say it? um uh, can help um, depression for certainly for a, a sh- for a, f- a few months uh, in some cases longer by kind of resetting mm-hmm. now i don 't know whether it's, it's it helps you I, I have a friend who um, who, who before this research came out, told me that she had taken mushrooms and she felt better after it. Um, and I don't know it's whether you work through issues when you are in the psychedelic state. And, and the difference between LSD and mushrooms are mushrooms grow. It is completely natural in this thing that they take in the, the jungle. It is completely natural. It grows. It is there. Whereas LSD is a synthesized uh, drug that is uh, is manufactured in laboratories. If you're lucky, although um, it's, it's generally some bloke doing the kitchen, which is you know why why it's particularly dangerous. It has to be said though, this ayahuasca stuff is not without risk, and there have been oh, yeah. ayahuasca related deaths. Um, ever since these retreats have started. So oh, you, yeah, you have yeah, a really, yeah. really violent reaction to oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you puke up immediately because it's poison. You're putting a poison in your body. Um, but Simon Anstall said it unlocked something. Yeah. And here's the thing. Right. We can talk openly about this. And I'll, I'll do the, the thing again. I'm not in any way... If you've got young ears, we're going to have a frank discussion, it turns out. Um, but... Um, there is this kind of, and I'm not encouraging anyone to take drugs. I'm sharing my experiences. Most of my experiences on drugs were were thoroughly, thoroughly rotten. Okay, um, but there is this thing where we all have to pretend that people don't take drugs. There'll be people listening to this on acid now, tripping. Hey, man, how's it going? How's it going, man? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it is. It, it, you see, you see the world in a different way. Now, I could t- tell you about the quasi-religious experience I had where I saw a word written on a hill and it was an unspoken word that cannot be pronounced by mankind but it is the word that unifies us. Now that sounds like bollocks and it probably is but at at the time it was the most intense religious experience I've ever had. I felt I was closer to God, whatever that is, than I've ever felt in my life. I felt that God was a living um, uh, f- uh, b- breathing presence that connected the whole universe that we are all there's a brilliant um it's really hard to explain what it's like when you're sick or when you're high or when you're tripping or when you're asleep or when you're giving birth it's difficult to describe these experiences that song i think describes the, the, the by loudon wainwright describes kind of the funny side of 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 taking lsd and it, it's funny there's also a brilliant um bit from um uh, um oh what's his name um bill hicks bill hicks the american comedian where he is describing being on lsd let me wonder if i can 
find it. I don't know why we're, we're going down this rabbit hole, but we are going down this rabbit hole. Jonathan and Gavin, stay there. I will come to you in a bit. This just seems to be uh, Bill Hicks LSD. I wonder, I wonder... Um, I wonder if this is it. Hang on a second. I mean, there might be swears, so I'll just hover. Um, now, why is this not playing now? All my oh, there we go. It is. All my point is, is there's a lot of ways to look at the world. You know what I'm saying? Why pick the way you learn over TV? Because it's usually wrong. Here we go. You ever see a good drug story on the news? Here we go. This is it. Okay. I mean, he may swear, so if, if, if there's a heavy swear, I'll drop it. And, and okay. But he's about to describe... Um, uh, he's doing a little skit on how you never hear good drug stories. You only ever hear bad drug stories on the news. So he's 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 saying, well, he's, imagine if you heard a good drug story, and then he he goes and talks about the universe being connected by one consciousness, and that that little few little phrases that he says here. I've not heard this for years, but they describe exactly what it felt like for me when I'd taken this drug. Let's have a listen to this. Let's go back a bit. And um... why pick the way you learn over TV? Because it's usually wrong. You ever see a good drug story on the news? Never. News is supposed to be objective, isn't it? Supposed to be the news. But every drug story is. Oh, there we go. Drug. There we go. Right, I'm Let's hear the whole story. Hang on a second. We'll wait till the delay builds up. Yeah, because we can't trust the second no, delay. No. As we Let's know when our delays build up. You'll give me the thumbs up when it's up there. That was an f bomb, guys. It's Bill Hicks. <coughs> We'll see. If we get one more F-bomb, we'll leave it. But I, I, it, I just think what he says is um, is very pertinent. And, and this is quite a psychedelic conversation that we're having, for those of you in the know, because I don't really remember where, wh- why we started this conversation. And that's another thing of that drug, is you kind of... You find yourself having a conversation and constantly having to work back to, to, to find out how you got there. Of course, amazing pieces of art have been done under the influence of, of uh, hallucinogens. And I'm talking specifically about psychedelics and hallucinogens, not marijuana, not ecstasy, not cocaine. Jeez, the most boring music. Um, it, 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 apart from Rumours, I think that's the only good album made on cocaine. Most of it is boring because you think everything you do is brilliant. It possibly might have been better without the cocaine. No, well, I don't know. I, I don't know. But it, you, you, but Sergeant Pepper, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band and Revolver, for me, you know, they are the psychedelic... Um, they are the psychedelic records, you know, and it does. You see things. You literally see the world in a different way. I remember um, saying to my friend, what, what, what will it be like? He said, you're going to notice patterns that you've never noticed before. I'm like, whoa. And, and it's true. I, 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 there are pa- it's so hard to explain, but there are patterns everywhere. And you just notice the patterns of the lines going down the... It's hard to explain. Let's, let's give Bill Hicks one more try, and if there's another F-bomb, we'll, we'll, we'll move on. Same LSD story every time, and we've all heard it. Young man on acid, thought he could fly, jumped out of a building. What a tragedy. Here we go. What a dick. Well, yes. <laughs> he thought he could fly. Why didn't he take off the ground and check it out first? <laughs> you don't see ducks lined up to catch elevators to fly south. He's an idiot. He's dead. Okay, there, there we go. go. There we go. go. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Bill. But basically, he then goes on to this beautiful thing about uh, the person who took LSD and realised that we are all one collective consciousness and we are a, a, a tiny rock that's floating around in the universe. 
and that we are all intertwined and we can all have impacts on each other, both po- positive and negative, and that if we all just took a step back and, and, and looked at our own families and realised that we love them with uh, a, a, a love and a passion beyond anything that, is, that, that we could ever possibly dream of, and then we applied that to the people around us, wouldn't the world be a great place? And that's kind of it, you know. That's why there was a lot of peace and love and hippies in the 60s, because that particular drug, which wasn't illegal, wasn't illegal until quite late in the 60s, I think, um, it makes you, you just kind of just, you, you, you just see the illogic of war and the illogic of hatred. It's this very strange thing. I've got absolutely no idea why we're talking about this. And that in itself is kind of a psychedelic thing, you know. I mean, I, it, 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 I've also puked up a lot on, on acid as well. I can't, I can't say that, you know. But my, for me, I remember listening to Revolver at a kitchen table with a, kern- a, a candle burning. Eleanor Rigby came on, and, uh, um, and I was looking at the table just because she was looking at the way the shadows flickered about. And then from out of the shadows, around the back of the candle, came the Beatles dressed in tuxedos with um, violins and cellos, and they sat down and they played for me. And at the end of the song, I went, that's stupid, you're not really there. They stood up, they bowed, and they walked off. That, you know, that, for me, was fun. What am I saying? I'm saying... Whether I say don't take drugs or do take drugs, no one's going to take drugs because I've told you to take drugs, and no one's not going to take drugs because I'm, I'm, I, I say don't take drugs. You're going to do what you want to do, okay? I have to say to, to fall within the, 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 the realms of, of Ofcom, um, I'm just sharing my experiences, and once again, most of my drug experiences, looking back, have been an absolute waste of money and have left me feeling miserable, and have probably caused some damage. I I think those four or five experiences I had actually unlocked some potential within me that was otherwise lying dormant. You will make your own decisions as to what you do. All I will say is uh, play safe. If you're you're taking something as as huge as that, uh, you know, it's kind of cool to let someone know that that's what you're doing, you know, if if you're... or, Or do it with someone who's done it before, if you insist on doing it. It's always cool... Just to say to someone, I think I might be, um, you know, I might need to give you a call a bit later on and just check in. That's always fine to do. We don't. Here's the thing about drugs, right? Actually, we'll get somewhere in a minute. We never talk about um, sensible ways, sensible drug use. We very rarely. Do you remember there was a big Ferrari sort of in the nineties when some clubs where it, people were taking ecstasy. Yeah. They were charging for bottles of water, right? Now, if it, when you take ecstasy, you dance a lot, you move a lot, you sweat a lot, your body heats up, man, and particularly if you're in a tiny enclosed room. And it is kind of... You, you kind of need to drink a lot of water, otherwise you dehydrate, and that's where a lot of the, the, the injuries around ecstasy arose from. And so clubs... There was a big furore because clubs were, were charging, or one club wanted to give water away, and the government was saying, well, you can't give water away, that's encouraging drug use. Um... And we, young people are going to take drugs. There is a really strong chance that my kids at some point are going to take drugs. And I'm aware of that, and it fills me with fear, and it fills me with dread, and I wish they wouldn't, but then I think, well, I did. Um, so it's, it's kind of hypocritical for me, you know, and, and, and I hope that when they are old enough that I'll be able to have a conversation with them and, and say, well, I took this drug and this is what I found. But young people and older people take drugs and we never have a conversation of how what can we do to make the drug experience more pleasurable because that's why a lot of people take drugs but also safer 
uh, and I think a lot of the injuries and the deaths around drugs um, are because we don't we don't discuss the safe way. Well, also the secrecy of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The secrecy of it and the shame of it because it's illegal, of course. But we don't talk about the safe. There are things you can do when using drugs to make things a little bit safer. You know, like like making sure you've got some clean water near you. Like making sure um, you've got some you've got some fruit or something in case you get hungry and you you don't go and cook something and blow the house up. This is a slightly extreme example, but I just I just think that as as well as you know the whole just say no thing. Don't work. Don't work doesn't make sense. Didn't work with those kids, did no, it? No, 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 no. Of course not. Well, some one of them famously was snorting cocaine off the cover of that. I won't say which one. But the just say no thing, it doesn't work. Hello. It doesn't work. So what we need to do is say, OK, well, here are the side effects of these drugs. Here are the worst case scenarios. Um, and here's what you can do to try and avoid those worst case scenarios. I don't know. It's just a thought. No idea where that came from, but boy, oh boy, I'm glad we got there. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You can Skype a late night alternative. You can listen on DAB, download the Talk Radio app, or go online to talkradio.co.uk. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with time to change. Let's go to Gavin. Good evening, Gavin. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? I've, I've got a blinding headache, if I'm honest, Gavin, and I don't think I've got any more pills left. But I'm all right. Go on. I'll take some Um Yeah, I I fell off the wagon today, man. What happened? Um, nothing. I went out, I was supposed to go for lunch, and instead I, um, I went to the off-license and bought some cans and sat in a park and read a book. And how did that go for you? I, I feel crystallised. Now, I, I feel like an idiot. Um, and I also feel, um, warm, and I feel like all the old memories are coming back. You're going to have to that that what you've just said means a lot to you, but d- doesn't doesn't mean a lot to me. So can you can you try and go into a bit more detail, Gav? Because I can't work out if what you've just said is it's good or it's bad. Okay. Um. I yeah. I feel warm, and I feel like um when you. It's just a it's a constant leap through um positive and negative at the moment, like literally in split seconds. My mood's going up and down really, really quickly. Yeah. Uh, it's like a panic attack, but within seconds it becomes the most mellow boat ride. Um, yeah, but I feel like an idiot just for letting myself down, you know? And, but I'd, if there was more alcohol here, I'd, I'd happily keep on drinking. Yeah, I'd, of course. You've, 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 uh, you've split the seal now. You've opened the seal. Yeah, man, I just... Um, I kind of like it, but I shouldn't have done it, you know? Well... And I, I don't really know how... Because um, I went into a hostel um, to be treated for um, heavy drug and al- alcohol usage. I went to the free in Hampstead. Oh, yeah. And that, I'm yeah. not really sure because of the medication I'm on um, when I came out, but I've been absolutely clean for ages. I've been clean of, like, um, naughty fun drugs for 15 years. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know how I've... 
been off the booze because of these um, meds, and I've never had, I, I don't know, it's just, I've had cravings, and I've always managed to, like, beat them down. Why do you, why do you, why do you want to stop drinking? Because my liver and my kidneys failed, and I went all yellow. Because of your drinking? Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? It's funny that um, even though it's killing you, you can't stop. Uh, we're, we're nuts well, as I a species. Stopped, but, um, I don't know, uh, because I'm, it's either 16 weeks or yeah. 18 weeks. But you I, couldn't I, stay I really stopped. You couldn't stay stopped. Stopping's easy. Staying stopped is the hard bit. Yeah. Um, stopping, yeah, you're quite right, because they put you on these pills that um, reduce the shakes and the anxiety and stuff. And, yeah, it just came out of nowhere. I was supposed to, like I said, I was supposed to go to lunch. And I just blew all them because I'm not um, trusted with money at the moment. Yeah. I'm just having some um, pills. While you're talking, I'm my... just having some aspirin. You carry on. I'm listening. Yeah. I'm, um, I've never got any cash in my pocket. So I, I don't go out and drink everything I need sort of, like, provided for me. But I had some cash in my pocket to go out for this lunch, which I didn't attend. And I just, you know, went to the sauce shop, man. And I've never... Never even felt like that before. I don't know. I ended up there, and I feel really guilty, but I feel really like sharp and on it again. You know, it's weird. oh yeah, yeah. You're back in the room. You're back yeah, in the room. The room's good, but I'm yeah. Oh, the room is shining and room. sparkling, isn't it? How much have you had to drink? Um, six cans and half a bottle of vodka. Yeah, so you got a nice little buzz going. Yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. No, I get yeah, it. There's, there's the little guilt elf that's mm. up my back. Well, um... So I've let everybody down, I mean... I no, well, no, 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 here, here you go, here you go. No, you haven't let anybody down, you've let yourself down. If, if, if your intention was to stop drinking because you want to stay alive, well, then you've let yourself down. You've not let anyone else down. No, the thing is, that makes it even worse, is when I came home, um, I got frisked at the door because I've been suspected of having a, a snidey drink, but yeah. I haven't before. And the one time I have, I walked clean through the door and didn't get frisked. Isn't it funny how it works out like that sometimes? Yeah, the thing is, um, I don't know, I feel so clean and sharp. You know, um, in the film The Hustle with Paul Newman, where it feels fast and loose at the pool table? No, I don't, I don't know that. OK, though. well, I feel fast and loose and, yeah. like, ready for any fate yeah, that's bestowed upon me. But I know tomorrow I'm not going to have any more money and no more alcohol. And I'll, I've basically, I've, yeah, I've just... It doesn't sound like to me you, you want to stop um, drinking. Um, you don't want to stop drinking. Well, I've stopped it for the amount of time that I'm... Yeah, it's either 16 or 18 or, or longer weeks, so... You don't want happened? to stay stopped. So, but, um, that was my intention. I've been drinking... <laughs> Water and protein drinks till they're coming out of my ears. So what do you... Why are you telling me? Because there's nobody else I can tell. Right, well then, so who... who you said you'd let people down. Who have you let down then? Nobody. Fundamentally, I suppose it's a guilt thing because nobody else knows except you and I at the moment, and that's the God's honest truth here. I've got no one to talk to um, that I can tell that I've, like, messed up. Um... You got no friends? No. Do you go to AA? Um, I've been offered it, but because I've been able to deal with it so far, I've... Well, you, but you haven't been able to it. deal with it. Well, I have. Um, no, I've, you haven't. Well, I thought 
every, um, you thought compulsion you, to... You, no, no, you, you haven't thought every, um, compulsion to drink. Well, apart from today. Yeah, the one that, the, the one that got you. So you haven't, you've, you, you obviously, you hadn't sorted it. You hadn't fought every compulsion to drink. Um, and deep down, you knew you were going to have a drink. You knew at some point you were going to have a drink. Yeah, I thought that'd be a, a long, long time yeah. away. But you knew, but you'd already got a, a, um, a list of, uh, um, if, if, a list of things that if this happened, I'm going to treat myself to a drink. No, the way I'd put it is, if I can survive X amount of weeks, then at the end of that I'll have a drink. Is that the same thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's, there's all different kinds. For me, it was like, right, if my mum dies, I'll have a drink. If um, I make it to three months, I'll have a drink. If um, if I have to sell my flat, because I nearly did, because I was skinned, I'll have a drink. I had all these different ifs, and I've, I've still kind of got a few in the back of my head now, you know. Here's a perverse thing, right? When you're a, a, an alcoholic or a drug addict, your mind goes to really weird places. Uh, yeah, really dark places. So I'm going to say something that's really unpleasant. But this is where my sick mind takes me. 13 and a half years. 13 years uh, clean. If one of my kids dies, I'm going to have a drink. Imagine that. Imagine thinking that. Would you snort a line, though, as well? Yeah, yeah, probably. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, but but, but I, I wouldn't, because it, uh, I, in my head, I'm just going to... If my, one of my kids dies, I'm just going to have a drink. But nothing bad's happened to me, and I've done it. Okay. You need... What what uh, what you need to do is you need to learn to listen a bit more. Okay. Because you're not listening to anything I'm saying. And that's fine, because you're pissed, so I don't no, expect I'm you to. No, you are. Confused. No, 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 you're drunk. Ian, I promise you I'm not drunk, man. Gavin, you've had six cans and half a bottle of vodka. You're drunk. I you've, don't feel you, it. No, no, you don't feel it, but you're drunk. You haven't, you haven't drunk for four months... And yeah. you've had half a bottle of vodka and six cans. Yeah. That glow that you're feeling, that, that um, uh, air of precision that you have about you is false. That is uh, your body lying to you. You're drunk. Thanks, Ian. No, really, I mean that. Thank you. That's, that's kind of... It, deep inside of me is saying you speak truths, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. Because okay. nobody, I've got nobody else to talk to, so I don't know. Um, I couldn't do it on my own. Um... Uh, I found uh, AANNA very, very helpful, um, and, you know, you, you can go and sit in the back of a room and you can be pissed if you want, and no one there judges you, so um, that, the only suggestion I can make Did is... you do it? Did you actually attend a meeting drunk? I w- um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think, um, because the problem is the, the secrecy, nobody knows, and... Tomorrow, I won't have any money in my pocket, I won't be able to do it again, and... Well, then uh, you might as well go to a meeting. Where are you, Bishop Stortford? Well, Stansted, yeah. Stansted, all right. AA meetings. Stansted. Let's have a little look. <laughs> That's my Oliver Hardy impression. Uh, Stansted. <laughs> I can see you twiddling something, yeah. <laughs> Hmm, what day is it tomorrow? Saturday. There we go. Let's just have a look. Uh, okay. Um, there is one. I don't know where that was. Yeah, I'm on the phone, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, get out, we're on the phone. Yeah, it's stuffed. <laughs> right. There is. Um, here you go, look, you can do one tomorrow morning and one tomorrow evening. How about that? 
Uh, what location? Can you tell me? I can tell you what location. Yes. Uh, uh, Bishop Stortford at the United Reformed Church in Water Lane. Yeah, I know exactly where it is. That's at 10.30 in the morning. You've got to go up the, up the side stairs. <laughs> if you'll pardon the expression. There we go. So that's at 10.30. And then there is... Um, no, the website is never particularly good. Oh, I've got to type it in again. Hang on a second. No, 10.30 is fine at the, the church. Yeah, I'll, And then there's at one tomorrow at five in the evening at Sawbridgeworth Parish Hall. No, that's... That's not so glamorous. Yeah, the 10.30 one, I can certainly attend. Well, why can't you do the 5 o'clock one? Because I've got my um, niece and nephews coming over for fireworks. Mm, what time are they coming over? Four. Um, well, it's up to you. I would, you know, I would suggest... Oh, I will, I'll go for... Well, I, would, I would suggest, though, that, one, you know, uh, the way you're going, you're going to be dead by next year. So, um, uh, you know... Uh, um, so, hang on, is that your, your brother or your sister's kids? My brother. And how do you get on with him? Um, I'm in the uncomfortable position of, um, you know, you're supposed to, like, love your nieces and nephews and everything and all your family. And you're supposed to, um, feel something or, like, every, oh, I, you know, I'd take a bullet for this and that. Um, I'm sort of ambivalent as to what they do. They're nice and all that, but I don't feel any, any connection with them, really. Well, then, why don't you phone up your brother or your sister, whoever it is, and say, do you know what? I'm really struggling at the moment. I can't I stop can't, drinking. I can't. I really can't. Why? I don't, I don't care why, because you're making up excuses, and that's no, fine. I'm not. I can we, tell you exactly the reason why. Well, I, I don't, I don't want to know why. I don't want to know, because I realise I'm, I'm talking to a drunk man, and it's frustrating. Um, I'm sorry. No, no, they don't got nothing to apologise for. I just, I, 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 you know, you're, you're drunk, and um, uh, you're, you're doing what I used to, and you're just putting excuses in the way of it. Um, those meetings are there if you want to go to them, They're, and they'll always be there, but I suggest that you're uh, dying, and you should probably go sooner rather than later. Thanks, Ian. Thanks a lot, Gavin. Take care, man. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, well, I revealed a bit more about myself than I was expecting to. I tell you what, it's really been on my mind to have a drink recently. It really has been. With all this stuff that's going on, that the whole thinking of, man, I could do with, uh, I could do with a bit. And it, your mind takes, and it's, it's sick to have these thoughts, but I do think, right, if one of my kids died, I, I could, I, I think I'd go out and get drunk. Because well, it would justify it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. But, um, to the point where, of course, I don't want my kids to die because they are everything to me. But my sick head is kind of thinking well, yeah, that's the ghetto. That would be a well, that would be a bonus out of it, you know. You've got to think. Yeah. Um, good luck, Gavin. Um, AA meetings are on all over the country, all around the world. Um, wherever you are, I've been to meetings in different countries, and it's you know they're they're everywhere, and you can go, and it's all wonderful. And it's, it's, um, some of them are hard work, some of them are funny, some of them you see some famous people in. I've seen some famous people in big stars. I've seen in there big stars, um, and some of them it kicks off, and there's a punch up. <laughs> Love a punch up. Do you have to have a problem to go? Because I quite fancy. Yeah. It. Well, if you, if you if you here's the thing. If you look online, some of them will say um, every third every first Saturday open, uh, or this meeting is open, or this meeting is closed. And what it means is, if it's open, you don't have to be an alcoholic to go. Yeah, but, but it's a bit weird if you're not in it. Well, no. I mean, Unless sometimes you're someone. sometimes people bring people along. Um, sometimes people go because they think. You know, maybe their granddad had a problem and their granddad's dead, but it might just help them to understand it a bit better. You yeah. know, it is what it is. Um, and there's we- men's groups, there's women's groups, 
there's mixed groups. There's, um, I think there's Polish groups. I think there's, I think there's Jewish groups. I think there's Sikh groups. There's all different kinds. You go, go on the website and find Some it. people have got a problem with AA because they feel like it's a religious thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're, 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 well, it's because it's got the word God in it. And it's because it's made, it was created in the 1920s by a, a kind of a religious guy, Bill. Is it Bill? Bill W. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and he, he was religious, and it does have the word God in it, and it does have the word God with a capital G. And people struggle with that. People struggle. It's not, it's not really religious. It's kind of God as in, like, the universe, as in, like, a higher power. It can be a Christian God if you want. It can be a tree if you want. It can be whatever. It's hope, basically, isn't it? Yeah, but people kind of use that as a, oh, it's, it's a... It's a weird Christian um, cult. And it's not, it's not Christian at all. But the God thing, it put me off for a bit. And then a mate said, well, just, just ignore the word God. Say everything else and just ignore the word God. And it's all right. It's all right. Uh, we've got a full switchboard. It's all blokes. I've noticed we've been getting very blokish recently. We've got Nigel, Andre, Rashid, Gatford and Jonathan. 0344-499-1000. Skype, a late night alternative. Um, this is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with time to change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search time to change to find out more. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, well, I'm not going to give out the number. We've got loads of calls. Let's go to uh, Jonathan. Good evening, Jonathan. Evening, Ian. Evening, Jonathan. I've got a blinding headache. What have you got for us this evening, sir? Well, it's uh, funny you should uh, uh, talk about Bill Hicks, because I've been thinking about him a bit recently. Oh, yeah, go on. And, well, I, I'm just... Uh, there's a part of me that's glad uh, that he's not no longer around, because if he were, he'd probably be uh, one of the most hated men on the planet. Yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, he'd be called uh, racist, sexist, bigoted, all these uh, words by anonymous Twitter trolls. And well, I don't know if he'd be... Hang on, why would he be called racist? I'm trying to think of a Bill Hicks routine that could be interpreted as racism. Uh, well, everything uh, is racist these days. No, it's not. Only racist stuff. Uh, no, uh, a, a lot of stuff is considered racist. No, it's not. Like it's not. This is the thing. Kim Jong-un. No, no, no. It, 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 well... It, <laughs> The, 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 the problem that people had with the Kim Jong-un thing was the eyes. And and that could be perceived as, as being racist. What we don't do is we don't put our fingers to the side of our eyes and pull them so they look like uh, orientalised. We don't do that anymore. And he was basically doing that, but with a more expensive prosthetic. We don't do that. That, that could be perceived as racist. And I'll tell you why... Because I've probably done that. In my, I have done that in my life. And um, my sister is married to a half Chinese lad, half Chinese, half New Zealand, and they've got um, kids who are beautiful and wonderful. And maybe I haven't seen them for ages. Maybe I'll get to see them one day soon. Um, but th- uh, they are absolutely stunning. But they, um, but and they look. Um, you can tell they have Chinese heritage. And my sister was telling me how at a wedding once there was someone stood behind their backs doing the eyes. Um, that's why we don't 
It's why we don't do that, because that is, that is racist. So, do I think David Williams is a racist? No, I don't. I think he's naive, and I think, um, prosthetic eyes to make yourself look oriental, um, I think, I, I can understand why that could be interpreted as being racist, yes. I, di- I didn't notice anything about the eyes. Well, you did. I yes, you, Jonathan, more, Jonathan, I, Jonathan, Jonathan, you did, mate. And you, Come on, because no, I know, I you, yeah, well, then you weren't looking no, properly. No, I, I was more focused on the hair, actually. Well, the hair was amazing, because I, I, I don't know how he did that, because he did look like he, was, he had a receding hairline. I thought hairline. it was a bit short. But, Jonathan, if you didn't, I, I, I simply don't believe you that you didn't see the eyes. I just don't believe you, because you're a really bright bloke, and I, and I know that you're very, very observant, so... I don't buy that, I'm afraid, mate. But but no, well, racism. I, I I got accused um, today because I said Tommy Robinson was a racist. I think he's he, he's and he's a thug. He's been to prison for thuggery, you know. Um and um, just someone now is just ch- gone in back up that say that Tommy Robinson prove that Tommy Robinson's a racist. I don't I don't need to because I believe that he is. I know that he is. I call people a racist when they do racist things, and I think. There are probably some people that bandy it around a little bit too free and easily, but the majority of people will will call out racism as racism. Now, here's the thing. The people who are racists and don't believe they are racists uh, say too often, oh, you're, you're simply saying that because you're, you're a left-wing libtard. That gets used uh, more than it should do. People calling out racism, I'm all for it. If people are racist, beautiful. Call them out. Let's let's point our finger at them and laugh at them and deride them. If people have made mistakes that could be interpreted as racism, but but that it's it's just through naivety or stupidity or bad um, uh, bad advice, then sure, let's point that out and highlight that. And I'm, I personally think they should be given another chance. Um, not everyone agrees with that. That's their own thing. But yes, if someone is a racist, Jonathan, I am all for pointing the finger and shouting as loudly as you can that person is a racist thanks for your call let's go to nigel good evening nigel oh good evening ian you all right yep um yeah where should i start uh, my favorite paper is the sun my favorite paper I, d- I don't know what are we doing we have to ask them when they phone up at the moment yeah but that was off air nigel but thanks very much for reiterating that yeah Ian? Yes. Uh, so, um, uh, Friday night is music night. That's what they used to say, isn't it? Um, Friday night is music night. I, mean, I was station. watching the good old days early. You know the old good old, good old days, Andrew Sachs? Andrew Sachs? You mean... You know, the person who, who played Manuel, Manuel in, um, uh, you know... I've got literally, even, even by your standards, this is um, uh, more <laughs> rambling than usual. But anyway, it was the good old days programme. They used to have bits, they used to have comedians... Oh, the good know. old days was on TV tonight, wasn't it? Yeah. I used to hate it. It was done like a Victorian music hall. I know, I know but it made a change to watch it for a change. It made a change to watch it for a change? Yes, <laughs> That's a limerick, limerick there. No. Nope. Um, I, 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 I'm going to ask you something. I, I went to meet my new new local vicar today. What? Are you? Have you got something in your mouth? No, no. My local vicar. Yeah, because yeah, because well, I've got a sore throat. No, it's not, not Nigel. It's because you're not using the phone properly. Oh, perhaps it's not. Is that better? Yes, because now you're using the phone properly. Yeah, this is not a regular speaker. You have to hold it quite close. Yes, it's a telephone. Mm. Yeah. 
Not so good as the, the ones you carry about. Not really, many people know how it's... I, I saw yeah. a woman today in her 50s walking down yeah. the phone doing the apprentice phone. She had it on <laughs> speaker, holding it out in front of her and holding the conversation, doing the conversation like that. Mm. People don't know how to use telephones anymore, and it makes mm. me sick. Yeah. Uh, my, my, um, uh, my vicar, my, he's, he's quite a new vicar to us, a few months or something, he's got a rock band on uh, YouTube, and I haven't, I was just going to look it up in a while, but you, maybe you can look it up now on the computer. No. The name. I'm not going to. Oh, okay. It's, it's, a, it's a rock band. Anyway, anyway, it's unusual for vicars to have their own bands, isn't it? I guess so, Nigel. And, uh, by the way, Miley Cyrus's new, um, uh, local, new CD is out in HMV, I saw that, that yesterday. What have you called him for, album. Nigel? Pardon? What, what have you called him for? Just, to, just for a chat, no, just for a chat instead of singing for a chat. Okie dokie. I like to say bits and bobs. So, so Miley Cyrus is, is, is ready to buy in the shops now her new, um, album. Right. Anyway, so that's good. It's seven pounds, that's all. They've gone well, down in price, haven't they? Thanks for calling, Nigel. I mean... Let's try Rashid. Good evening, Rashid. Hello. Hello, 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 hello. Right. This is, here's where I'm going. Here, shut up. Shut up. Here's where I'm going tonight, right? If people don't use their phones properly, I'm cutting them off straight away. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, sorry, don't, sorry I, I'm, 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 I'm going to get strict on this now. I don't want any speaker phones. I don't want any Bluetooths. I don't want anyone doing an apprentice phone. If you phone it up, at least have the decency to have the phone next to your mouth. How's about that, huh? I was in the bathroom. I was in the bathroom, and I was listening from the bathroom and when Nigel was on, and okay. then I just ran from the bathroom. Well, uh, uh, Say hello, hello, hello. Okay, now I'll well, put it on a normal phone. Okay, well, let's get to the point. Uh, what is the point? Thanks very much for calling. Let's try Gatford. Good evening, Gatford. Hi, boss. How you doing? Hi. I know you've got a headache, so I know you're not <laughs> I've, feeling I've got fantastic. A headache. I've got a headache, yes. Yeah. Um, can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course you can. Um, I, I've never had any experiences with, with the drugs that you mentioned or anything like that, but I did have a, a strange experience with a prescription drug. Ooh. And I wanted to ask you if it was the same sort of thing, because yeah. I've got no I've got no comparison. Yeah. So when I first started taking anxiety medication, yes. I used to get very weird dreams like mm. like you mentioned before with like the beatles coming in and playing in front of you like that kind yeah. of like real yeah. horrible dreams hang so on a minute hang on a minute the beatles playing eleanor rigby whilst dressed in tuxedos was not horrible it was no, beautiful well, you know what I mean? <laughs> in, in the sense of that it was it didn't feel like a dream yeah. Yeah, yeah it felt real it felt real so that wasn't nice when you that, that kind of like waking state when you wake up after a really deep sleep where you're not you're not sure if you're sleeping or awake yes um so I stopped taking it for a while, because I didn't like how it made me feel. Yeah. Um, and then I went back to, back to the GP and lowered the dose and everything and started again and built it up. Yes. Is that in any way mm. similar to those other experiences? No. Okay. No. Just because I've got no comparison... No, and also the thing as well. I, I forgot to say with with LSD, music was was you know you could you could feel the music with your fingers mm. as it danced through the air. A lot of laughing, a lot of um, questioning my parenthood. You know, it really is. It, it, I mean, it's it's everything and more. Um, but a lot of laughter, a lot lot more laughing on that than I had on any any other drug. I never really got the giggles with weed. Mm. Um, I never certainly with with the other drugs. No, no, no. Um, but um, well, but 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 prescription medication. You know the antidepressants I'm on now. They give me very very dark dreams every night. It's a dark old dream. Yeah, and I, it it worries me at times because I'm still on that medication. It does worry me at times. If I go through a couple of days 
of having weird dreams, I do think, oh, perhaps I'll stop taking it. But then I know it's doing me more good than harm generally, I think. Um, well, yeah, that's a conversation you need to have with a GP. Well, yeah, 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 absolutely. It, and yeah, that's I mean, the I thing, have... when you're taking medication for depression or anxiety or any of these things, is weighing up um, the pros and cons. There will always yeah. be cons to taking, um, to taking, well, won't always, there will quite often be some cons to taking um, very powerful prescribed narcotics. Yeah. Mm. And it's just, it, I don't have much sort of, as you say, I'm not, all those things that you talked about would utterly scare me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the, the whole idea of laughing and feeling, you know, yeah. open and things like that would scare me enough yeah. never to try it. Yeah. Because I'm not, well, I, I'm not inquisitive enough or whatever enough to try it. I don't think that someone not taking street drugs is, is down to a lack of in, inquisitive inquisitivity. Well, I think, I think there is some element of that, because there was peer pressure when I was younger to do that sort of thing. There was people that were saying, oh, you should try this, and, you know, you should do this, it really helps, and I'd be like, I don't like the way in which, in the same way that some people don't like being around drunk people. Yeah. Because you end up being the sober one and they're drunk. Oh, it's God, that yeah. same sort of peer pressure around, I didn't like how those other people were around me, so it scared me enough never to do it. Have you watched, uh, have you watched any of this Tracy Ullman show no well, i watched like I, I think i watched the first episode like last year when it was on i have two out times on my screen can i have one out time on my screen please um there's there's i've got two out times here i've got 56 35 and 57 50 i'm on the screen ian lee as well um uh, yeah I, I, this we, we watched about 15 minutes of it yeah and a man alive it was dull the only thing I liked that she did was when she dressed up as Judy Dench and went round swearing a lot and saying, I'm Judy Dench. That was quite funny. But yeah, that, I, I saw that one. I, the, when the best thing about it is the prosthetics, yeah. there's a problem. Like, she does, like, Angela Merkel and stuff, but then that's been done, you know... But, the, but then doesn't funny. say anything... Then doesn't say anything funny. Yeah. Just, just, it's, it is... It was, and I don't like to, sp- to speak badly about anyone. There's obviously a lot of work and effort has gone into that. Um, but it, th- th- they've obviously forgot to put jokes in. It looked great, and it was unfunny. Friday Night Comedy on the BBC. Thank you very much indeed. Let's squeeze in Andre. Good evening, Andre. Hi, Art Cuff. Yep. Cuff, I don't want to go... Oh. Who, who should I talk to? Kath or Ian? Well, you've got, you've got exactly 60 seconds, so... Uh, just a quick one. Just going over the AA business. Yes. Well, where was the nearest open house or free, free house? Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I, I, no, not only that. Okay. Something happened. I, I was down in town, uh-huh. put my AA card into the cash point machine, said, your drinks will be with you within the hour. Oh, that's not bad, is it? <laughs> yeah, right now. now. Send well, it to Tracy Allman, for yes. God's sake. Yes. <laughs> he drinks. Oh, yeah, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait like that long since I've been in the pub. Ian, yeah? Yes, uh, yes, so, Andre. Uh, you, you've got 30 uh, seconds. Yeah, and a devil are the pair of you. Oh, you know, it's nearly Christmas. I'm going to send you both a Christmas pudding. That will Did be. Ring a bell? Yes. You'd like that, would you? Yeah, it will be wonderful. Does he mean his penis? Right. Singing. Pardon? Thanks yeah. for calling, Andre. Um, that first hour, I mean, very, very much like a psychedelic experience. 
Uh, <laughs> another two hours of this rubbish. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You can call up now. You can Skype late night alternative. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Go online. Look for time to change to find out more. Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is the late night alternative. My name's Ian Lee, and the radio station is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. second i know what that is i think we might have a call on skype <laughs> i forgot they were wired up that was confusing wasn't it hello caller hmm all that and he's not going to answer hello caller oh hang on a second hang on a second because i've had to do i was recording um answer phone messages stay there jamie stay there jamie i've had to change some of the settings hang on hang on hang on built-in output same as system jamie Jamie? Hmm, now we should be able to hear him. Um, 
Jamie, can you hear me? Can you feel me near you? Jamie, can you see me? Can I help to cheer you? Oh, what we'll do is we'll switch it off and switch it on again. That, that, that'll do it. That's called a hard reset. There we go. That's what we'll do. So if you're calling on Skype, hold, hold your horses, guys. We're going to switch off and then we're going to switch on again. You can always call us by the telephone. 0344 is the telephone number. Uh, this is The Late Night Alternative. I'm Ian Lee. She's Catherine Boyle. Um, and tomorrow is our last live rabbit hole show of 2017. We will be at Slater's in Wolverhampton between 7 and 9. We start at 7, we've got to finish at 9 because there's another show straight after us. So, um, we will be... I think this will be the last one we do as part of a comedy festival. Because, A, we get much smaller cut of the door. Very bad split. I should have gone in for a better deal. The other thing is that you're trusting someone else to be in control of something you really care about. Yeah, I know. I think this will be the last one. We've got a crappy split of the door. 60-40. What was that? What was I thinking? Um, So, it's going to be... But this is going to be Wilverhampton tomorrow night. 7 o'clock. Tickets on the door. I doubt it will sell out. Um, And um, that's it for this year. And a new episode of The Rabbit Hole went up yesterday. And it was our first one... Um, recorded in Brighton. Yeah. It was funny, wasn't it? Yeah, it was all right. Um, Why do you say it like that? Because I don't like listening to myself. Oh, I can't. I don't listen to any of them. I can't listen to any of them. But people liked it. Um, I'm just trying to see if I can get this to to work now. Hang on a second, guys. Hang on, guys. We're introducing um, futuristic technologies. Let me... um, Try and do um, a little Skype test. Hang on. Let's speak, let's speak to the Skype test lady. She's uh, she's good. Call me to test your sound. Here we go. Um, why can't, here we go. Oh, no. Why can't we hear her? Something very clear is going on with my computer. That should be working. That should be working. If I unplug this. Turn my computer off for a bit, please, Sam. Thank you. Um, I know what's going on with this. That should be working. That should be working. That should be working. Hello. Right. Welcome yeah. to Skype call testing service. After the beep, right, turn the computer on now. Afterwards, the message will be played back to you. Hello, Skype lady. Can you hear me? Skype lady, can you hear? Yeah, get stuff. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with time to change. Now, we're just, we had a couple of missed calls there, so I'm just going to see if uh, this will work. We're going to call Japan and speak to Hisako. You say, Ohio Gazaimas. That means good morning, okay? I'll tell you when. Here we go, go. Ohio Gazaimas. Hi. Hi. <laughs> you always Hi-ya. sound, you always sound Nihon so desu. tired. Nihon desu. Um, yes, you're speaking in Japanese. Why Hi. Why are you not speaking in English? I tell you... Sp- oh, here we go. <laughs> turn your sp- turn your, those speakers off. Okay. Here we go. I, I can speak in Nihon, English. Nihon is anyway. Japanese. Watashi wa... Watashi wa Nihon... Well, I can't remember. Watashi no... Turn your speakers off. Oh, God. Okay. Here we go. You need to turn... Hello? 
Hello. Yeah, you need to, you need to turn. We can hear us from about ten seconds ago. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh huh. Catherine, uh, oh. saying something. Yes, I said Ohio gozaimasu. Oh, okay, Ohio gozaimasu. Yeah. <laughs> Genki des. Genki des yo. Next week, I'm taking Catherine out for some ekonomiyaki. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's my favourite food in the world. I love some ekonomiyaki. How about takoyaki? Tepiyaki. Takoyaki. Takoyaki. Octopus. 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 Like a ball. Octopus soup. Round Yeah, octopus. Mm, I like octopus. I hate octopus. Eh? I hate octopus. It's chewy. It's good. It's like chewing on a rubber. Yeah, chewy, chewy, yeah. But a good one is not chewy. No, I don't. Mm. I don't think um, octopus. I would like to see all <laughs> octopuses eradicated from this planet. Um, anyway, I, I'm a vegetarian, so I don't eat. Watashi wa vegetarian desu. Sakana to niko o tabimasen. No. <laughs> That's why when I was a, I was a vegetarian, and when I went to Japan, I had to learn that. Watashi wa vegetarian des sakana to niko o tabimasen meat and fish. I don't eat meat and fish sakana to. They but because when you if I would when I was saying I was a vegetarian, they would then. I, I remember that I checked into a really posh hotel for 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 one night. It's all I could afford one night. Oh. And, right. and I'd been emailing them. It's a tiny hotel, only six rooms, and you had your own maid. And oh. um, I'd been emailing them, and I said, mm. um, I'm a vegetarian. Mm. Uh, and they said, okay, we can work with that. And do you know how they worked around that? They only gave me a tiny bit of meat. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me a tiny bit yeah. of meat. Tiny bit. <laughs> it was a really tiny, tiny bit. bit. And no... No extra other bits of food. Just a, the same food, but no. with a tiny bit of meat. They, they should uh, serve your vegetables. They some. gave me the same amount Be- of vegetables that they gave yeah. they gave my wife. Oh, dear. Tiny bit of meat, but that's why we love that. Uh, they of couldn't understand your English, yes. I think. Well, no, they, <laughs> they didn't. They didn't understand, bless them, and they, they, they tried really hard. So what would happen is the, the, okay. it was, we had like a seven-course meal in our room. Of tiny the, meat. And oh. the, the maid would bring in the food and display it, and we'd, all, we'd both go, yeah. mm, this looks fantastic. And then as she went, I would put the tiny bit of meat in my wife's bowl, <laughs> and I would, and then she'd come oh, in, dear. and my wife was full up. <laughs> she doesn't eat a lot. She was full up. And I, I said, you've got to eat you've got to eat these tiny bits of meat because otherwise we're going to look rude i don't want to offend uh, anyone so, but it was good i love that place so much uh, you should go to the restaurant i think you should go where <laughs> to a restaurant a restaurant yes restaurant well. yeah that's better yeah well we went to but again the number of, and i'm not a vegetarian now so i can eat it all but we number of vegetarians no. we walked in and said um watashi wa vegetarian des and they just went <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> That some of them laughed at us, but most of them went, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even think about yes. it. Yes. Uh, did you see my pictures? You sent, yes, now, let's have a little look I sent, I sent pictures to my place. You sent a picture. Photo. I've got a picture. Hang on, I've got to download it. Let's see what happens when I download it. Hang on. Um, I sent a picture. That's my from my view oh that well but you what you've done is you've then put good morning 
and, yeah, and yeah, two emojis right. e- sort of exactly on the horizon. <laughs> so Let me see. all I can see Foggy is, this morning, so But all I can see yeah, is fog. um I can see fog. That like the apartments opposite you yeah. a, a phone booth and yeah. but and I can't see I'm assuming those are fields, but I can't see because you've put some emojis. You can't on it. see the field. No, because you because put the uh, foggy. Well no it's this not, morning. It's not just because of so. the fog, it's because of yeah, but it looks there, it so. looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Everyone says it looks beautiful, yeah. man. I want when we 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 when we come over to Japan next, we're going to come and stay at your house, <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna we're going to listen. No, I, I have no space. Tough. We're going to listen to Loretta Lynn records. You, you can move out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what's I can't happening. Hear. Oh, yeah. Connection is a little bit bad. Well, it's, you sound good from mm. our end. It does amaze me that we no, can. Thank you. We can. Uh, well, the connection. It does amaze me that we can speak um. to someone in Japan, Crystal Queer. Cl- crystal Queer. <laughs> that, by the way, that's my that's my drag name. <laughs> I'm Crystal Queer. Uh. <laughs> crystal Queer. I can't do it. You say it. Crystal Queer. No, Crystal, crystal clear. clear. There we go. There we go. Crystal Clear. Oh, now okay. say Crystal Queer. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's right. She's, you're, you're right. What does a Saturday hold for you, Hisako-san? Hold for you? What yes, do you mean? What, what, you, what, what are you going to do? What will you be doing on, on this Saturday? Uh, I have nothing oh. to do, but I, I should go out. Why? For the paying something. <laughs> no, forget it. Stay at home. Mm. Read a book. Yeah. Ah, uh, no. It just... Uh, maybe I take a bath and... Uh... Oh. <laughs> have you got any pets? No. I can't have a pet. Because, what? Uh, Why? Oh, uh, most Japanese apartments can't have a pet. Oh. Go and buy. You need to pay more. Go and buy a cat. They won't know. No. Yeah, we're going to send you a cat. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring one. I love cats. We are going to cat person. Yeah, anyway. of course you are. We're going to send you. <laughs> cats are quite mystical and magical in Japan, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to send you a black cat. <laughs> black cat is yeah. sweet. Yeah, I've got a black sweet cat. Sweet cat. Yeah. Oh, tasty. That's good. <laughs> Very tasty, Hisako. (laughs) (laughs) When it all goes pear-shaped, we can always cut up our cats and eat them. Oh, now. Oh, yes. yes. (laughs) Hisako, I'm going to move on. Nice to talk to you. All right. Sayonara. Thank you very much. Tati bye. Tati bye. Bye bye. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can really make all of the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. Closing time conversation for tax inspectors, taxi drivers, and taxidermists. Great big talk for the wee small hours. You've been trolling me big time, mate. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <laughs> I'm watching a video of Prison Planet. You know the online... Um, um, what's the... What would you describe Prison Planet? Oh, yeah, the shit stirrer. Um, uh, and it's uh, it's an advertise, advertisement for um, for brain power, brain power pills. What? 
Oh, man alive. And people listen to him as though he um, <laughs> he's something important. This is The Late Night Alternative uh, with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. After a feisty first hour, things calmed down slightly in the second hour. Feeling a bit tired tonight, a bit bloated, a bit headachey, something, something's not quite right. Um, struggled to get much done today. Posted some bits and pieces. But boring day. Posted some bits and pieces. Then went and watched my eldest play football at school. And he has exactly the same technique and attitude towards football as I did. Um, which is he'll run towards the ball. Then when it looks like he's getting near to it, he'll kind of turn and start running the other way. Which I think is a great technique. And I wholeheartedly um, recommend that uh, you should all be doing that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Ah, well, let's do this because we had Matt Haig on yesterday, the author. I love Matt. I think he's brilliant. I think he's a very funny man. I think he's a very clever man. I think he's a very brave man with some of the stuff um, that he um, uh, he says and does. Okay, and um, he tweeted something which I thought was really interesting, and um, I retweeted it. And I'm just going to find it. Some of you will have seen it. Um, and some of you won't. Here we go. This is Matt Haig from three hours ago. And I've not even seen the responses in his Twitter feed, because the responses I was getting just from retweeting it were insane. I'm not wearing a poppy this year. I think it's shifting from a symbol remembering war's horror to a symbol of war-hungry nationalism. I'm not wearing a poppy this year. I think it's shifting from a symbol remembering war's horror to a symbol of war-hungry nationalism. And I retweeted it. Because I thought it was interesting. I do find the... um, poppy fascism uh find it fascinating i always have done um you know i've done jobs uh particularly for the bbc where i've been told i have to wear a poppy oh, fair enough i've got no uh, um you know i didn't have any problem then um but um do you remember that that old geezer we had at, yeah. at the, the 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 bbc who um was this old colonel or something big i mean an old guy big white bushy moustache and um he was a um uh, an over, I would suggest an overzealous poppy salesman. What was the story? Somewhere had stopped him from selling poppies, or wouldn't let him park for free to sell his poppies, I think or something. He had to pay to be able to be inside the supermarket oh, or right. something. I think it was parking, and he came in, and and um, we kind of gave him a you know a fair crack of the whip, but he was very rude. He'd had a go at one of our colleagues because he stopped her on the stairs. This is like six in the morning, right? Stopped Sophie on the stairs. Mm-hmm. And um, forced her to buy a poppy, yeah. right? And then she put a quid in, and he said... He, he criticised the amount of money that she put in. He said that wasn't enough. And um, and we didn't get on, it's fair to say. I wonder if, if someone got that interview, because yeah. I'd, I'd love... If anyone has got... I know some of you listening to this. If any of you got that interview with me and the poppy guy it's a long shot can you email it to me ian at ianlee.com and i'll play it because it got tense right, that guy was at best a character 
at it, worst, yeah. a bully hiding behind a character. It got very tense, and I think it was there was a long silence, and at one point I went, well, this is uncomfortable, isn't it? Um, and that was quite early on, I think, mm. for me at that, that place. But he wouldn't have respected you if you'd no. buckled. No, it, no, he wouldn't. He, 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 he was bully. Um, if anyone's got that, I'd love to play some of it out. Ian at ianlee.com, if you've got it. And I know that that's a long shot. Um, so I, I'm always I'm always intrigued by the, the, the bullying around poppies, the the disdain and the the um, mockery of people who choose to wear the white poppy. I'd be too afraid to wear a white poppy because I know people would. I've I've seen people getting aggressive because mm. of it. James O'Brien, I don't know if he he tweeted it or if he retweeted it from someone else, said that it was interesting... He tweeted it, I thought it was uh, great. Yeah, the the, the interesting that um, the people calling out others for not wearing poppies are those that are also critical of virtue signalling. Now, virtue signalling is where you go online and say, oh, I, 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 I saw a th- programme about orphans last night and I felt really bad for them, or uh, I helped an old lady across the road today. It's where you say something about something out loud that shows that you're a caring but, person. But there are idiots online who take yeah. any gesture yeah, yeah, yeah. towards your fellow man as virtue signalling. Anyway... So I retweeted Matt's thing. I'm not wearing a... I mean, 0344 is the phone number if you want to call in about this. I retweeted, I'm not wearing a poppy this year. I think it's shifting from a symbol remembering war's horror to a symbol of a war-hungry nationalism. Um, first reply I got is, bloody hell, sad. So I re- replied, I struggle with the poppy fascism. You know they fought for the right to decide if you want to wear one or not. And also, not wearing doesn't necessarily mean you're not contributing financially. Then I've got someone called Joanne calling me an idiot. Um, it's for the people who died for our freedom, for your right, nothing more, nothing less. Yes, and it's for the right to choose. But they were fighting fascism and Nazism. Um, and it, it is, it is, excuse me as an example, it is my right to decide, I have the freedom now in this country to decide what trousers I put on, what shirt I put on, what uh, 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 obvious physical display of financial support to a charity that I choose or to wear or to not wear, whether that's one of those, those bracelets, whether it's a poppy, whatever. I don't have to because we live in a free country because of those people who gave their lives. Also, everyone that bangs the drums that you must wear a poppy and it's disrespectful if you don't seem to say that it's all about dead soldiers it isn't it's about live soldiers about yep. live families you know i donate because i have someone in my family who's in the forces right i'm not wearing a poppy none of your business why not um this is joanne again when you but when you see the old man sitting in a petrol station with medals and his face lights up when you wear a poppy that matters i've replied i don't live in 1956 so i do not recognize this scene because that's never happened um then loads of people sending me abuse. I'm sure they were sending Matt abuse. Some, lots of people sending support as well. It's got to be said. It was kind of evenly split. Then, then some guy having a go at me because of another presenter, but, uh, but a presenter on LBC. And I said, I then was, I don't think but I was, was rude to him. Ian Daly, then he was so. talking to Ian. It's, it's, so people got very, very confused. Um, this is a great one from Dogface Boy. I'm the same with the paper hat from the cracker at Christmas dinner. I know I should, but feel that baby Jesus was born, so I didn't have to. <laughs> I'm the only person that wears the cracker hat at Christmas, and it really pisses me off. Um, no one else wears the cracker hat. I married into a family where that's become a comp- competition, and it's the last one wearing the hat that's the winner of Christmas. 
Which I, I don't think was the message. Oh, my mum always leaves with it on her head. <laughs> and then some fella... Right, OK. A guy called Peter. He's, he's, he's come to one of the shows Ed did. Didn't he come to the one in Birmingham or something? And he's been a regular contributor on Twitter. Uh, on Twitter. And he's one of those people, right? Quite often his contributions are great and, and heartfelt and warming. But every now and then there'll just be a... I know more than you do, and you're doing it wrong tone, which he will, of course, disagree with, and he's welcome to call in 03444991000. But every now and then, there's a real hint of... Not even a hint, there's, there's a real arrogance. Mm-hmm. And it's been a borderline, do I mute him or not? But then he'll say something really nice about the show, and I think, oh, I can't mute that guy. And then, so, he's then said, um, assuming people that wear a poppy are war-hungry also shouldn't be a thing. Seems hypocritical that Matt's attacking people that wear one. Now, let's just go back to Matt Haig's original tweet and you see if he's attacking people here. I'm not wearing a poppy this year. I think it's shifting from a symbol remembering war's horror to a symbol of war-hungry nationalism. No one's being attacked. No one's... No one's being attacked. No one's um, um, being being called out. And, and again, Peter says, assuming people that wear a poppy are war hungry shouldn't be a thing. He doesn't. Seems hypocritical that Matt's attacking people that wear one. He isn't. He's doing neither of those things. But what those two tweets say to me is that he feels that he's been identified yep. there. Well, that's that's down to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does. And it and it got very. Um, um, uh, oh, look now. <laughs> OK, Peter, sometimes I wonder if I've made the right decision blocking people. Yeah, I have. Because then he sent um, Prison Planet ah. to Matt Haig saying, check out this privileged idiot. OK, well, <laughs> right. I muted him. I'm going to block him now. <laughs> and then he's put, then he said to Matt, this is great. I'm not a war-hungry nationalist for wearing a poppy, and neither am I shifting towards being one. And Matt has replied, Great. Weird that you're a fan of Prison Planet, then. Uh, Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Peter's completely misunderstood Matt's tweet, and it's fine. You suggested it might have been wine o'clock. I don't know. I don't want to pick on Pete, because he's not here. He's welcome to call in. Um, but he, he, he completely misunderstood the basic premise of that tweet. He's now tweeting pictures of, of liberals wearing poppies, saying, well, is this a war-hungry nationalist? Right. See, this is the problem. When I, I don't mind people disagreeing. It's when they won't let it go. That's when I start to get alarm this bells. This is 27 minutes ago he's yeah. still doing it. Pete, let it go, dude. Let it go. Let it go. Um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I blocked him. <laughs> Um, you can call in about that. There is, a, there is. I haven't got round to buying a poppy yet. I probably will do. I'll certainly put a few coins in the thing. And 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 and, and it, but if I choose not to wear a poppy, that I have nothing. And I'm clear on this now. I wasn't clear on this for a while, but I, I am clear on this now. For the moment, again, it may shift. I have um, nothing but respect for those that have served and those that are currently serving. For a long time. I wasn't sure about those that were currently serving. It was a little bit of a wavery thing. But but I, but at this moment in my life, I have respect for everybody who has served and who has, who has sacrificed their life, and I have respect for those that are still serving. Um, 
I may not agree with the battles that they are told to get involved with. Well, but here's th- the thing. Neither do they. No, exactly. But they, they have chosen to make a huge sacrifice for, I, I believe, most of them believe, for, 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 for the safety of my kids. And they are making a, a, a sacrifice that I um, was not prepared to make as a young person and would be reluctant to make now unless I really, really had to. So I'm, I am grateful. I don't need to wear... A little plastic green stick and a little two bits of red paper to uh, to to show to, to acknowledge to virtue signal that I have respect for those people. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. This is the late night alternative with Talk Radio with time to change. Take a trip into the alternate reality of late night radio. I think I'm in something like the Matrix, and so are you. The late night alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On Talk Radio. Hello. Let us go to Manny. Are you coming to the show on Wolver- in Wolverhampton tomorrow? I bloody am. Hey, did I say I was going to give him a free ticket? Yes. Oh, balls. Yeah. That's a, that's, 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 that's a ten last standing for you. Yeah, we, we also go. said that you were allowed oh, to oh, feel oh. our faces, Manny. I'm only coming to see Cat anyway. I'm not going to see Ian. What's a heavy Ooh. breather? What's a heavy, heavy <laughs> breather? What's a, what's a masturbator? Whoa! I, I, I had so much drink today, so I'm I've got no, no drink tomorrow. Well, hang on, you, I thought you weren't drinking. Oh, bloody, never mind. Stop drinking! No. All right, ca- carry on drinking. I don't think I'm maybe every month. I will tell you now, though, if you're, if you're at the thing tomorrow and you're drunk and you're um, boring I'm me, I'm, I'm going to walk away from drinking, you. I'm not drinking tomorrow. You, is, you, he, I'll have to, I'll have shut to up. Shut up. You're annoying me now. Shut up. Shut up. You're annoying me now. Drunk people really annoy me. Here's the thing, and I've learned to do this over the last couple of years, OK? <clears> we, <throat> we, will, we will meet people after the show, and it's wonderful. You can have pictures with us, us for free. If you want a picture with the sellotape, it's a quid. Um, but if you're drunk... Um, mm-hmm. and, you, and you're boring, and I'm not just talking to you, Manny, but I'm talking to everyone, and you're drunk mm-hmm. now and you're boring me, if you're drunk and you're boring, or you're drunk and you're obnoxious, we will walk away. And I've got no qualms about doing that. I'm quite happy. If you're drunk and just going a little bit beyond what is socially acceptable, I've not got a problem with saying, Catherine, we're going to move on now, and moving away, and you've got to deal I'm with not it. Like, I, I'm not like that when I'm meeting people. I don't, I don't like think it. when I'm with... Now no, on the phone. Today, I'm at home, that's why. Yeah, but you're boring me you're be, you're being rude and you're not listening and i haven't said nothing rude to you you're you're, you're being rude and you're not listening yeah but i'm not being rude yes rude. you are you are you're being mm. rude and, and boring like drunk people are and you're not listening to what i'm saying carry on exactly you see you've i finished but you didn't know that because you weren't listening i, did. I, I, I was listening but tomorrow i won't say nothing i'll have my but, wife but you're but you're but you're being rude and boring and drunk now no yeah but not tomorrow when, when yeah it but i'm talking no but it matters now because i'm guess what i'm talking to you now no it doesn't matter now tomorrow no i'll tell you when it matters to me when you being drunk and annoying it matters and it matters tomorrow, now I have, listen tomorrow i've got to come my own my own because my wife's in canada i've got to get a taxi up there get i couldn't i couldn't care less blah, blah, blah. i'm not talking about tomorrow the rate you're going you're not going to get a free ticket 
I'm going to hit you with my white stick. Yeah, and you'll get a punch in the face. I've got no qualms about boxing <laughs> a blind fella in the nose. <laughs> Never mind. Um, yeah, you all right? You talk to him, so I'm getting pissed off with him. Go on then, Manny. What, what, what did you want to say? No, I just want to say hello. That's all. All right, then. <clears throat> hello. I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. There we go. <laughs> Jeez. He was being annoying, wasn't he? That, just that boring, loud, drunk way that drunk people are. We've just, seen drunker. Just this relentless... When we did the, last time we did... The, one of the reasons we stopped doing the rabbit hole in London... Oh, at the Bill Murray. We're coming back to the Bill Murray on April the 1st. Yeah, and I'm sorry, it's on Easter Sunday. So what? So what, Christians? Vickers just, are going to have to rearrange their calendars. We do it, we're coming back to the Bill Murray on Sunday the 1st, right? An early evening show, 6 till 8. Or is it 5 till 7? 6 till 8, I think. Or 5 till 7. I'll check. And someone went, so put the tickets on sale. And instead of people going, oh, OK, that's great. Oh, OK. Someone went, Easter Sunday? Oh, sorry, I didn't know we had a huge Christian following. Yeah, is it? OK, fine, whatever. This reminds me of when Flipping I try and... Heck. My uh, girlfriends from school try and organise stuff. I always wait till the very last email before I decide whether I'm in or out because there's always to in and fro in and I can't be doing with it. Come, don't come. It's up to you. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, I, didn't, I didn't know... It was this is the problem with Easter. It's not on a fixed day each year. The, 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 the church, were, two or three years ago, were talking about... Three years ago... We're talking about getting a fixed date, like we have Christmas is on the 25th but of then December. then it could be Easter Sunday, could it? Yeah, well, no, but th- they, no, a fixed, so it'd be like the second Sunday of April oh, is what okay. it would be. Because it's not, because it can be in March or April now. So they were going to do that. They ne- never got round to that, did they? I mean, busy it's all... making women vicars and letting gays get married. Forget that. The important stuff is we want to know where Easter is. Thing is, it's also April Fool's Day, so that's um, kind of more yeah pertinent. That's sort of why I went make for plans. It. So um, yeah. So we will be there, the Bill Murray, on Sunday the 1st of April. Easter Sunday. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry that our live shows don't fit into your holy um, celebrations. But the last time we did it there, I think it was the last time, we had two drunk people individually be um, really obnoxious. There was one guy... Because we go and have pictures done and stuff, and I do, I'm a firm believer, right, that if you're putting money in our pocket... The very least we can do is go and shake your hand, spend a couple of minutes in your company, with you specifically, looking at you face to face, and if you want a picture, beautiful, get some pictures. No, absolutely not a problem but with that But we don't just all. do it for the financials, it's actually a pleasure, yeah, yeah, yeah. most of the time. Yeah, but then there was this one guy who was just banging on and on and on, and he said, can I get a picture? I was like, yeah, and I, had to, I think I had to sit on his lap, or he had to sit on my lap, or something like that and it was like yeah okay and then he hit me but he's in a playful way but it was actually it was quite hard and then he was trying to get more and it was it went on for ages and there were loads of other people and i was trying to get away from it and eventually i did politely and then he was chipping into when everyone else was having their pictures done and i was going that's great can you just and then this woman came over i've been a fan of yours for years ian um been listening to you since xfm LBC and um I'm so nervous and um uh I just thought tonight was it was so disappointing you, you've changed the show since the last time you did it you really need to have a screen oh she'd already collared me in the toilet queue by the way oh you, you really she was just I was like okay uh-huh I'm like yeah if you want to be critical fine okay maybe you've got something important to say uh-huh mm-hmm. and it went on and on and on and on 
and on, and then got a bit personal about me and Kath and, and not being funny, and, it, and then it got quite rude, and, and it was she one of the ages. She was bored. I said, okay, right, um, can you remind, how much did you pay for the ticket? £11. Okay, um, I'm going to, what I'm going to give you your money back. Oh, no, 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 I don't want your money. I, I got 11 quid out. I said, here you go, here's, hang on, I, I said, here you go, here's 11 quid. I, if you, honestly, I don't want anyone to walk away and say that they had a bad evening and be out of pocket, so I'm, 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 I'm not doing this as a thing, I'm not doing this in an, ag- now you're being aggressive to me, so I'm not being aggressive. Seriously, here's the money for you. Is that your boyfriend? I will give you his money. I, I, I'm, it's 22 quid. I, I can afford it. I don't want to take money. I, I'd feel bad knowing that people left it. Oh, you're just being aggressive to me. I said, no, 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 no. What, what, what I'm doing is, um, oh, then I started, I, I, I countered each of her criticisms. I said, well, the reason we don't use the screen anymore is this. I, interesting what you said about that, but I disagree and why. Now you're being aggressive. I said, no, no, no. You're here criticising my art, and I'm defending it. I don't... Ha- you've paid 11 quid. You don't have the right to to, to, to criticise me in an aggressive, um, bullying manner and me not defend it. The other thing is, she'd been talking all the way through it, hadn't oh, she? Oh, yeah, she had, hadn't she? Yeah. Talking really loudly. And then it was going on. And then the, f- the first drunk guy started chipping and going, come on, Ian, you're being really harsh with her. And I said, mate, don't you start, because you were a pain in the arse. And then they both started having a go at me. And the people we were with, we were with Dan and his, uh, his dad, oh, Larry. So and they were embarrassed and didn't know where to look. And I just went, Catherine, we're going! <laughs> it was like something out of a And we went. Where we went. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, but it takes the joy out of it. And the thing is, we, we realise that um, we keep you company and we like chatting to you and stuff. But... There's a Don't take the piss. You know. Mal's not got it. Mal says, Ian, wearing a poppy at one time in the year is a symbol that should instil reflection and remembrance, m- remembrance within the wearer of the absolute horror, folly and sacrifice of war so that we should all take time to think, understand and not go to that level again. It give it should give us all perspective of the hatred and horrors of man. Well, th- th- no, I don't believe that anything should give us all dot, dot, dot. Everyone is completely different. And do you know what? I don't need to wear a little flower to know that war sucks. I don't need that. I, I, I remember that war sucks. I know it. And if it means I'm going to be part of that gang that's putting pressure on other people, which I don't think is the spirit of the poppy at all, then I can understand why people don't want to wear it. I've had a great time blocking and muting people on Twitter today. That really has been, um, been, been wonderful. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You can Skype a late night alternative. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio with Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a friend in your corner can make all the difference. Go online, type in Time to Change to find out more. The radio show where the owls are not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. Just as a PS to that story, you can call in at any time, 0344 499 um, um, Peter is um, just tweeting, someone's just pointing me in that direction. Ian Lee suggested just now on Talk Radio that I'd been drinking, but I don't drink. Well, that makes it even worse then, um, because then there's no excuse for being... Also, um, he didn't. I wondered whether it was yeah, nine o'clock, because so, that might explain the persistence. But this is, but this is the thing. This is, this is his, you know, from that earlier, misunderstanding something. Um, and maybe we all do it. I don't know. I'm not speaking specifically about this gentleman anymore. Speaking about other people on Twitter. Miss, because I know that if, I, if he thinks I'm speaking specifically about him... He'll tweet even more. Um, but people on Twitter tend to have a, a thing of misunderstanding something 
and then holding on to that misunderstanding and not being shaken from it, even when it's pointed out. It's, it seems easier for some people, again, not talking about anyone specifically, it seems easier for some people to hang on to the misunderstanding rather than go, oh, is that... Oh, so, uh, do you know what? I totally got that wrong. I'm so sorry, as you were. It's yeah. easier for some people to do that, and I, and I, I feel sorry for um, for those people. But that's that's the way it go. Whoa, 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 whoa! Phone in, Peter. Phone in. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to uh, give us a call, uh, you can give us a call. Um, what have we written down here? Oh, this is terrible. Let's look at this. This is terrible. Dick or treat. Oh, God. Halloween girl, five, given a willy-shaped lolly at the door. Sweet Lord. A girl aged five was given a penis-shaped lolly while trick-or-treating. I wondered where my penis-shaped lollies had gone. She was door-knocking with her older sister. Oh, OK. Well, I wonder, wonder when one man gave them a handful of sweets. As they walked away, he called them back and put something else in their bucket. But they were horrified to find it was the lolly. The sister, 22, ah. said, I was absolutely mortified to see it was a willy lolly from Ann Summers. I turned to see another couple with their little girl leaving his garden and warned them to check their child's bucket due to what he'd given my sister. So he gave it to the older woman. Still not right, still inappropriate in this day and age when everything is inappropriate that is inappropriate, which it should be. And that's still inappropriate to give a 22-year-old woman... A, a, that you a, don't know. Well, yep. Yes, of course it is. Yeah. But it, it's not also, the same story. what I notice is she didn't say, don't knock in his door, he's a weirdo. Mm. She said, check the bucket afterwards. But they said he never answered. I looked at his house to see his lights were off and he was ignoring his door to any other children who knocked. The other couple were absolutely gobsmacked and warned me to report him. You would, you would be gobsmacked if you tried to suck on this. <laughs> Police investigated Tuesday's incident in County Durham, but a spokesman said it was an innocent mistake and there was no cause for alarm. A spokesman for who? The police? No, dicks. Um, <laughs> yeah, a spokesman for the old bill. Right. That's that sorted then. Yeah, that's um, that's that done. I didn't get to go trick-or-treating with the boys this year, um, so I missed that. No willies for you? No willies for me, unfortunately. Good evening, Andrew. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm OK, Andrew. How are you? I'm fine. Um, I was just ringing to ask you... Well, I'm going to pick your brains about something, actually. I think many years ago, you were obsessed, as I was, with a certain TV show called Lost. Yes, I was, yes. And I think you did some documentary out in Hawaii. I I went to Hawaii twice. I did a series of podcasts, a series of vodcasts, and a few TV (laughs) programmes, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, and I no, think incredible. It was probably was it linking two series together, sort of the fifth or the sixth or something like oh, that. Oh god, I don't remember what series I no, I think I went out there for four and six, maybe. I'm not I can't remember. All oh, right, okay. Well I was just really interested in what you thought about the way the whole thing ended. It was terrible. 
Right, okay. Yeah, it's terrible. The last series was, was, was looking to be exciting when instead of it being flash forwards or flash backwards, it was a flash sideways. Um, yeah. And, but I tell you when I started having doubts was when there was a concert and the members of Drive Shaft were playing with um, the physicist that was also a jazz pianist. That's when I started going, um, this is either genius or it's going to potentially be the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> were they called Drive Shaft, the band? They were, yeah, they, weren't they? Uh, yeah, it um, was the from The Hobbit, wasn't it? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, then, the, the, yeah, the last 20 minutes when they're in a multi-denominational church, all oh, that reminds me, and um, it turns out they they were in limbo and they'd been there for about 500 years and they were just waiting yeah. for Jack to accept that um, he was dead and then they went off to heaven. I thought, oh, what a load of our balls. Because at the end of it, I just remember thinking, well, I'm not going to bother asking my mates what they thought. I thought, I need, I need to find out what Ian thought. Yeah, <laughs> rubbish. Well, it was years ago, and it was uh, utter, utter guff. What did you think to the ending then, Andrew? Well, I, 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 I was very confused about the whole thing, and I was willing myself to like it, yeah. to want to understand it. But I didn't. I just couldn't get along with it. And it, I felt like I, I wasted the last six years of my entire life um, yeah, I know what you mean, and it's it's put me off. That and Fringe and Battlestar Galactica has put me off. I, I, I won't watch another American um, long-running serial anymore because I know, I know that they will let me down at the end. Yeah, is is it just the fact that they they're making it up as they go along? Yeah. They're trying to desperately. They were with that. Out. They were with Lost. Do you remember those? Do you remember they they put the right series three or something? I get a little bit hazy on this series. Yeah. But they introduced two, two new characters, right, that were also lost on the island. That that wonderful woman, blonde woman with the teeth, and her boyfriend. Oh, yeah, Ju- Juliet or Juliet? No, not Juliet, because she was the doctor that went over there. There are two people that had crashed on the plane that we'd never seen before. Oh, yeah. Sorry. And they were slowly introduced... And there was such a backlash from the fans. We don't want these characters. They don't, they're not part of the show. That they killed them off. And, that, and, I, and they killed them off as a direct result of the yeah. fans' backlash. And I thought, right, so hang on. If they're writing this series as they're going along, depending yeah. on what the fans are saying online, then Damon and Carlton, this is a, you're a little bit dodgy bodsky. Yeah. Did you ever meet those, Ian? Did you meet those guys? Which guys? The, the, the creators of it. Um... Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I met Damon and Carlton, and, and uh, I got to hang out with the director, whose name was Jack Bender. Um, he was a Bender. Yeah, yeah I got to, I got to, I, I got on really well with Jack Bender actually. They, Jack Bender was going to put me in an episode of Lost as an extra, and yeah, I had I the costume. You were. I you were no, I wasn't. Jack right at the last minute, right. right at the last minute, oh. someone from the union said, um, "Yeah, he's taking an American's job, so he can't have it." All I was going to do was oh, push a bicycle a in the background, and they wouldn't let me do it. Yeah, because that might have that might have changed the entire course of the show. Couldn't it? Wouldn't it have just? Wouldn't it have just done that? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, thank you for that, Andrew. Anyway, I, I just thought I'd lighten the mood, Ian. Well, and now you're in the. And every now and then, I think. Oh, and, and here's something. A big thing about six months ago, I had all the DVDs, all the box sets. I took yeah. them to Oxfam and ha- handed them back. And every now and then, I think. Oh, I'd like to. I'd like to watch it again, but I just. I can't face it. That's a huge commitment. Yeah, I I cannot (laughs) face it. I just can't face it, I'm afraid. Yeah. Well, anyway, listen, really good to speak to you. Thank you, mate. uh, I think you're a legend. Cheers, my dears. Hope you are.
Up your bum. There we go. 03444991000 is the um, telephone number if you want to give us a call. I did enjoy Lost, but the end Yeah, but you don't want to do that to yourself again. No. I gave up after the, about the second series. Thought, what? Really? Another you gave, one? Shut no. up. You gave up when it went to Sky. You were a lightweight. You weren't committed to it. I stuck with it on Sky. There we go. There we go. Um, 0344 I feel that we've started with such vim and vigour. The first hour and a half was thrusting and passionate. Now I feel, feel really bloated and really sweaty and really tired and really... Uh, another hour. I wonder whether this decaf is bad for us. Ooh, what makes you say that? Because it's making me feel bloated and... Bleh. Um, I wondered what, you know, because I thought it was milk at first, but I don't know. I think it might be decaf. Um, Let me check it out. Jamie has tweeted us. That reminds me, I found a bag of Willy Mints in the car park at work the other week. And there they are, little Willy Mints. <laughs> Who buys those? That was my nickname at school, by the way. Um, mm, hmm. People are asking where they can get tickets for the... Um, uh, rabbit Hole Show in London. If you go to ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian Dashley, ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian Dashley, then you can get tickets. April the 1st, guys. April the 1st. Turns out it's Easter. Okay. <laughs> Hope that doesn't interfere with your religious studies. All the eggs are gone by midday. Come yeah. on. Have a nice roast. Come and sit in front of the, front of the rabbit hole. Have a beer. Relax, relax, vous, si vous play. Don't Chill be out. rude. Don't be rude. And we'll Chill have a out. nice time. Chill out. We'll have, we'll have a little bit of fun. We've only got a minute and a half till uh, till twelve o'clock, so I don't really want to start. Well, I'm just looking up. Even decaf coffee can cause indigestion. What the Apparently, uh, gastroenteritis um, people say uh, it's an acidic drink, whether it's got caffeine in it or not, and can irritate the lining of your stomach. So maybe that's the problem. Someone's telling me that Duncan Bannatyne and Alan Sugar are having a fight on Twitter. Ooh. Bannatyne. Let's have a little look at that. Are you aware of the Twitter fight between Lord Sugars and Duncan Valentine? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What's going on here? Um... All right, hang on a second. Um, uh, oh, it oh, it does look good. Right, I th- where does it start? Where does it start? Oh, it does look good. <laughs> I mean, both of those men are prone to quite a lot. Of I love I they? love Duncan Bannatyne. I've had I've 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 interviewed him a couple of times. Such a nice bloke. Um. um Well, hang on, Mr. Clean and Green. I don't know if this is connected, but Mr. Clean and Green has tweeted Duncan Bannatyne. Do Bentley do electric? I have no idea, said Duncan. I don't own one. Perhaps you can ask your Bentley dealership if you're concerned. And then Mr. Clean and Green has replied, I can't stand arse lickers. And Duncan has replied, well, you escalated a polite conversation (laughs) into disgusting and filthy language very quickly there, Mr. Clean and Green. Mr. Clean and Green then replies, sorry, and Duncan says, apology accepted. <laughs> That's not the argument. Can someone send me where the argument starts between Lord Sugar and Duncan Bannatyne, please? 0344 499 You can Skype Late Night Alternative. My name is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. I'm trying to find the start of this. I think I found the start, but then I can't find how I can see it all in one easy-to-digest 
thread. But trust me, we'll have the latest between Duncan Bannatyne and Lord Sugar after the news. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Okay. So, right. Hang on a second. Um, Where was the first one? It was... uh, It was for Duncan Bannatyne a few days ago. Right, hang on a second. Okay. Hang on a second. Let's... uh... Right. So Duncan Bannatyne tweets the other day, At Pride of Britain, the purpose of a celeb here is to let award winners get selfies with you, Lord Sugar. How could you refuse? Then Lord Sugar replies a few days late, like today... As a Z-list celebrity, you would have only been asked for one selfie. I did 200, had to turn a few away as speaking to Prince William. So shut it. (laughs) So then Duncan replies, you liar. You were sat alone when the young man asked for a selfie. So Lord... Now, how do I find Lord Sugar's reply? This is what I don't understand. Um, Oh, here we go. Um... And then he, sorry, you liar. You were sat alone when the young man asked for a selfie. And it took you four days to think up that lie. Then um, Lord Sugar says, not a lie. Someone pointed out your tweet to me tonight. Shut your mouth, mind your business, dye your hair and get some more Botox. Wow. Duncan says, throw as many insults as you like, but you know what you did. Lord Sugar. I certainly know what I did. So does Prince William. Sorry I turned your girlfriend down for a selfie. Didn't want to make you jealous. Duncan, what have you been drinking tonight? Something a bit too strong for you, it appears. Sugar's winning this. In the war of the words, Sugar is winning this. Um, Then someone someone called Jamie tweets Duncan. Duncan, do you reckon you could have Lord Sugar in a fight? Two years your senior, youth on your side. Duncan replies, with one arm tied behind my back. (laughs) God. Mark Boatwright says, Duncan, are you two really comparing dicks over who is the biggest celeb? You were both in the company of heroes. Move on. Oh, I've never claimed to be a celeb, let alone a big celeb. I am way down the pecking order in that genre. Um... And then Shugs puts true. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, is that the end of it now? I think so. well, of course, it won't be the end. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to stir it up a bit. I'm going to stir it up a bit. Oh I'm gonna, really? I'm going to tweet. Um, hey Duncan. He destroyed you there. No, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> you came across as the gentleman. Is it the right combination of words to stir it up again? You are. You came across as the gentleman you you I've always thought you to be. Yeah? I've always thought you to be. Shame on at Lord what, what's his name? Lord Sugar. There we yeah. go. Lord underscore sugar. Oh man. Shame on at un- there we go. There we go. Stand back everyone. There we go. We've uh, <laughs> we've fired that off there. Good evening, Dom. Ian Lee with velvet in his hands. Where are them pigeons at? There, I've got literally no idea what that means, but congratulations for saying it. Well done, you. Well done, you. 
Thank you. Oh, I've had a week. I know you told me about you told me about it on uh, via the email. You've had a terrible week, uh, one of the most shocking weeks of uh, of all time. Yeah, it's, uh, I've reached a point now though where I'm thinking the light at the end of the tunnel isn't a train, but it's. Oh no, mate! You can still get. I don't want to. Listen, I don't want to worry. You can. It can still get a lot worse. Oh, obviously, yeah, obviously. Yeah. It's gonna get a lot but worse. Dealing with what I've had to deal with so far, it's. Uh, I'm all right. I'm in a good place. Does that mean you're steaming? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Fair enough. No, no. Do you know what? That's never been one of my responses. Do you want to Isn't... share what's happened, or do you want to keep it private? Yeah, I don't, well, um, the second one I can't really go into too much. I had the second co- consultation today, okay. which but doesn't you, okay. give away too much. No, no, no. But that, and that's a good thing that's happened. No, is that a good yeah. thing, or is that the bad thing? Uh, no, well, to be honest, the, they're neither good nor bad. It's oh. just... The first one was just something that well, you happened, told me two. You told me two things that I interpreted as bad. Yeah, yeah, the bad on bad on the on the uh, on the grand scheme of things. Yes. Basically, last last Sunday, I got a text of all things to tell me that my dad had died yeah. that day. Um, this is a dad that I've not had any contact with for eighteen, nineteen years. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, long, long story that I'm really not going to go into. Um, so I didn't know how to feel, because in some respects he's been dead to me for years, and in other respects, when it's in black and white, it's it's confusing. This was one of the reasons why I was so keen to make peace with my dad before he died, and I got to him before he got ill, and actually, at the end, we were getting on really well. Um, uh, because I knew that one, I knew that he'd had a heart attack years before, and I knew that he would he would die at some point. And I thought I want to get in there and make peace. And whether and I didn't expect it to then turn into a relationship, but it started to. But I thought I want to get in there and make peace because I don't want him having any hold over me once he's dead, you know. And I don't want all that regret and I should have said all of the should haves and could haves and stuff. So I made a point of going and 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 um, calling him out on his behaviour, putting my hands up to my behaviour and making peace. And as it happened, we then actually started getting on all right. And then he got ill and died, bastard. But, um, <laughs> but, 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 so I, I can imagine that, you know, having not spoken to your old man for nearly 20 years, that must be a weird situation to be in now that he's dead. Well, absolutely, yeah. I mean, it, it, everything, every reason why we haven't been speaking was down to him. Yeah. He, he did things that he shouldn't have done. And that led to, um, what's the word? The actions have consequences for everybody, not yep. just himself. Yep. So, it, it, the way I looked at it is I'm, I'm 41 now. And, you know, he's 22, 23 when he, when he left my life and, you know, good riddance. He's always been the parent. I've always been the kid, whether I've been 23, 41. I'm still the kid. Yeah. He's still the parent in the relationship, and he should have rectified that and done something about it. So I'm just, I'm angry more than sad or anything else. Yeah. But he didn't, he, he he had so little respect for me as a son or as a person that he just couldn't be asked getting in touch and trying to rectify things. Even if I said no, jog on, you know, do one, never want to speak yeah. to you again. He never even did that. My dad tried. My our separation wasn't as long. Well, it, it, it was. It was, but it, uh, it was kind of hit and miss. Um, but he did try and get. But he, he, he did try and get back in touch occasionally, and I just told him to f off. And um, mm. and eventually he did f off. And um, the, I mean, the last time I spoke to him before we kind of made peace, 
Oh, I found out he was trying to do something a bit dodgy with my mum's mortgage, and I had to phone up and say, mate, just back off. You, 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 I, I can see what you're up to. You're not getting any of that money, so jog on, fella. Um, and then that was that. But, um, yes, you think go on. Sorry, do you think he was doing that as a way to connect with you? No, he was, doing, in... he was doing it as a way to try and get some money. Right. That was he was not entitled to, because um, um, he was he was he was a dodge pot and he was desperate at that point as well. I later found out, um, but um, uh, well, I'm I'm sorry that you didn't get your chance to make peace with him, and I don't mean become friends with him. I mean make peace with your. Ah, here we go. I'm sorry you didn't get the chance to um, the, the, to make peace with your history w- with him. Yeah, while he was alive. Get- there we go. I'm sorry I didn't get the chance to rebuff him or just have, the, have it be my choice to accept him back in life or to push him away and say never again, having that option. And I, I could have got on the phone, I could have found out where he was, I suppose, but it, I was the kid and he was the adult and that, that even in 20s, 30s, 40-year-old, that's still the, you know, still the case. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that was a bit weird and then obviously one day that happened... Um, and, and I've come to realise that that's an opportunity to actually do something in my life rather than being stuck in the humdrum, ongoing existence that I have been for quite a while. Which is a bit cryptic, but I don't really want to jeopardise it okay. until it's finalised. Okay. I like uh, it. I like your style. Yeah. Well, I wish you so, the best of luck with it. Thank you, and thank you, and I'll be seeing you tomorrow anyway. I need to actually send you a, a message... Send me a message. I don't know if... Here's the thing. I don't know if we're going to have time before the show now because they've changed the venue and so we're up in the air. But if we can't do it tomorrow, we'll sort something out. We'll sort something out. I promise, I promise, I promise. Whatever's convenient, mate, honestly. We'll so, we will sort it out, I promise. All right, man, I'll speak I'm to you later on. Brilliant. Cheers, bud. Ta-ta, ta-ta. He's going to interview me for a podcast and, I, and, and we, tomorrow might actually now be tricky. Let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Oh, hi, Ian. Hello, Paul. What you got for us? Hello there. Ah, oh, brilliant. Listen to that last call. I'd like to thank you for your show. It's the, the breadth of the conversations that you have on the show is just, just brilliant. You don't get on any other radio station. They go all... This is why we call it the late-night alternative. They do, The calls do go all over the shop, don't they? Oh, mate, it's unbelievable. It goes from the ridiculous to the sublime. <laughs> I don't know. Here's, <laughs> can I say something now? And I'm, I'm looking to Catherine as the intelligent one. Yeah. I don't know what sublime means. And I say from the sublime to the ridiculous, and I don't know. The sub, sublime... Hang on a minute. Maybe I do know. The sublime means... Um, it means like everything's okay, doesn't it? I think it's something more... I think it's higher than that. I think it's spiritual. Yeah, I think, I think you're probably right. So I'm going to look it up. Let's look it up, man. But it's from the spiritual to the ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, so it goes yeah. from... From divine, almost divine. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, of high moral, aesthetic, intellectual, or spiritual value. Boom. Oh, I've got um, uh, an American ska punk band from Long Beach, California. I mean, either or, mate. Either okay, or. fine. Yeah, good, 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 good. Anyway, I'm uh, glad you're enjoying the ball. <laughs> I did. I was just, I was, to be fair, I was listening to us call that, uh, that was quite moving stuff on there. Brilliant. Yeah, he's a good. But well, what I was actually wrong about was, was uh, really the. Deep. When you were talking about the drugs thing earlier, I just thought it got me thinking about the hypocrisy, really, of people who drink and smoke, yeah. but they judge and criticise people's other drug use. Well, I, I kind of get it, because um, other drugs are illegal, and it's just the way, it's just the way it's fallen that certain drugs are illegal and certain drugs are 
legal. And so they make that quite often those people are making that judgment based on the laws of the land. Also, yes. the illegal drugs, because they are controlled by criminals, have impact further along the chain, if you know what I mean. So it's not just about the end user, it's how it's come to be. Well, I... Oh, I undoubtedly, I, yes. Yeah, I think there's an element of that. I think there's an element of that. But I just, I just think that there's this whole um, thing around... Oh, I got bored of speaking. <laughs> I got bored of speaking. Do you ever get that, Paul? You go, you go in somewhere oh. and you say, "Ah, oh, I've not got yeah. the, the puff to see that the end yeah, of that thought time. out." All the time. I used to get that a lot when I was stoned all the time. Just couldn't be yeah. bothered to fi- finish a train of thought. Th- there is a lot of hypocrisy around it, and. Um, you know, but in America, weed is legal now. You know, up until about ten years ago, mushrooms were legal here. You could buy them on the high street in Camden. Mm-hmm. The guy had a little, st- and, and suddenly they, they made a law that made it illegal. It's like these legal highs. You know, they were legal three years ago, and then w- the next day they weren't legal anymore. You know, it's it's all arbitrary. It's all yeah. It, I don't know. I mean, if I mean, if you look at it, I mean, if alcohol wasn't legal. Of course, it wouldn't be legal now. Yeah. It's, it's one of the most damaging drugs if people get addicted to it. Well, you know. And I've seen, I, I I've seen it with my uncle. He was an alcoholic and in a, in a terrible state. Almost ended up homeless, you know, sleeping. But then there will be people who, who uh, uh, you know, one, you'll have one person who, who can smoke a, a little bit of weed and, and uh, be fine and go to work, and then yeah. you'll have someone who can't stop smoking weed. It's, you can be addicted yeah. to all of this stuff. Well, that's right. I, I mean, I'm, I'm an occasional uh, recreational drug user. I would say I probably, I probably recreational drugs probably three or four times a year. I'll do, you know, the cocaine or have a little bit of um, ecstasy, something like that. But it'll be three or four times a year. How much does a, a how much does drink. ecstasy and cocaine cost these days? Uh, if you buy a, a bag of M- MDMA powder, you're probably looking. Fifteen twenty pound. It's nothing, is but it? But for me, it's nothing. That, it's nothing. But that'll that'll last probably last me six months. Wowzers! And cocaine was—is that still fifty quid a gram? Yeah, that's expensive. It's, a, I've never it's always been pound. fifty quid a gram. It's a weird thing, and it's so much money for so little. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's such a mean. Uh, God, if you've ever sat opposite someone who's coked up, oh God, it's boring. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boring. Definitely agreed. Um, I mean, my my big drug back in the day was ecstasy. Of course, I was into all the sort of the dance scene yeah. and the ecstasy. It was just perfect for that. The feeling you got when you were out of, you know, everybody was on the dance floor and on the ecstasy. You just, you just can't replicate that in no, normal well, life. Well, no, you can't replicate it. You can't, here's the thing, though. You can, I have found out, have um, get a high from just, like, dancing and stuff and having a laugh with your mates. You can get that. The thing that... Um, and, and people go, why do young people take this ecstasy drug? Well, I, the clue's in the name. It's got that name for a reason. Yeah. The thing I, I'm, and, uh, I mean, the, the, the thing that, that I always struggled with was that horrible chemical come down. You know, you have a few hours yeah. of, of being in a great place, followed by mm-hmm. a day of just feeling awful. Agreed. Awful. I absolutely agree. It's, it's when you get back home and you, well, you the, the, what you want to do is just go to sleep and just you can't. go to bed and it, it won't let you. It, you're, you're, and your jaw, your jaw, couldn't that gurney? It's ground, it's ground, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, you know, I'm, I, I've, I have had some great times on drugs, but I'm, I, I, I look back and I just think, oh, so much money I wasted and I know, I, I know. you know, I, 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 I'm so much happier but now. But you miss it though sometimes. Yeah, so of course I do, want, yeah. 
yeah. Yeah, of course I do. Sometimes I really do miss it, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and, and I still get um, euphoric recall. Uh, like, if mm-hmm. I, I, I struggle to listen to dance music, right? I struggle to listen... To, uh, sometimes I like listening to Kiss, the, the radio station, um, mm-hmm. just because sometimes I want a bit of mindless pop. Not very often, but it's, I've got it tuned into my car radio, and there have been times when I've listened to it, and you'll know what I'm going to describe here, P- uh, Paul, Pill. Oh, there you go, there's a Freudian slip. <laughs> I start to get that little tingle at the yep. back of my neck... You feel just like coming start, up. That starts coming up the neck, and when I and I get that just from listening to a bit of music, I think, "Oh, euphoric recall." Let's put Radio yep. Four on because I can't, I can't have that feeling. I yeah. cannot have that tingle. It's the it is the feeling of coming up that tingle yeah. at the back of the neck that just goes up to the head. I can't have it because it's yeah. too nice. It's too nice. Ian, could you could you not do it occasionally? Would you if no. you start doing no. you would, you want it all the time? You'd be addicted. Yeah. Here's the here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, right? Uh... Um, how am I going to phrase this? How am I going to phrase this in a way that... Okay, right. I, towards the end of my using, Paul, I, mm-hmm. I couldn't see what the point... Why would you just take one ecstasy tablet when you could take ten ecstasy tablets? Yeah. That's not an exaggeration. You think, well, why... why? But there's, hang on, there's ten... Why, if I take ten, that's going to be ten times better than one. And that's insane thinking. That's insane mm-hmm. thinking. I can't see... I'd love to have a beer, but I can't see the point in having a, a beer. Why would you want one beer? I'd want, like, fifteen beers, and then sure. I'd want some Red Bull and vodkas, and then, well, uh, then I'd want some cocaine. I, I can't see why... You would just have a glass of wine. It doesn't. It mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to me. So no, I couldn't do it because I would go no. nuts again. I suppose you. You're an addict, aren't you? And yeah, essentially, yeah. you can't. You, yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't do any substance. And I've made peace with that. But yeah, every now and then, yeah. Christmas is always a bit tricky because pubs look like they're mm-hmm. glowing a magical colour at Christmas. They mm-hmm. really do. You walk past a pub in a dark street, and it's like. It's just it's just this gold light yeah, coming yeah. out of them, and you think, whoa, there's, yeah. there's, like, beer and vodka and stuff in there. But there's mm-hmm. also madness and insanity and yeah. piss in the bed and um, fighting <laughs> with, with girlfriends and shouting at bosses and walking out of jobs is in there as well. So I don't think I've ever actually so piss in there. Do you, do, you we should, do you think we should look at legalising other drugs? Given, I mean, oh, it's sort of the addiction thing that's banded about. I don't care. I don't, I, honestly, <laughs> I really don't care about legalising drugs. I don't, because it's, it's not going to have any impact on me. Uh, uh, but I tell no, you, but I can't... You think it'd remove it from the criminals, wouldn't it? Uh, the only like reason it. I err on the side of legalising cannabis is because I um, got to interview um, Dame somebody... That lady, somebody can't remember her name, but she's in the House of Lords, and um, mm-hmm. she's in her sixties. Baroness yeah. Meacher, Meeker, Meacher, Baroness Meacher, right? And she had presided over a really, really long, intensive study on the by experts on the pros and cons of legalizing marijuana and she sat in her office and explained to me over an hour as to why she thought legalizing marijuana was the best of those two options of keeping it illegal or legalizing it and um at the end of that conversation i thought she knows her stuff She's read mm-hmm. up on this. She's spoken to experts. This study went on for about two or three years. She's got all the evidence. She thinks it probably makes sense. Then I'm, I'm, I'm going to back her. 
Um, um, sure. so, but that's that's it. You know, I sat with someone who knew all the data for an hour and she told me. Baroness Molly Meacher. Baroness Molly Meacher. What a delightful woman. If you ever get the chance to spend even half an hour in her company, she is funny and she is spot on and she knew this stuff inside out and she was quoting all these studies from all around the world and she said, the evidence to me suggests that we should legalise it. And I went, well, that's, that's good enough for me. That's good enough for me. Yeah. Paul, listen, that's thank you very it. much for that. Thank oh, three, four. Four 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 nine nine one thousand. I've got to say, this, I'm, all I'm doing is sharing my ex, my experience and, and my story. I'm not telling you you should. I'm not. Well, I'm not telling you you shouldn't. It's really up to you guys. If you do, play carefully. You know, uh, this is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. With time to change, one in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search time to change to find out more. Neon lit night talk for torch singers, trolley dollies, and train wrecks like me. Mm. Never know just where the conversation will take you. What I'm going to say sounds ridiculous. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you're watching on Periscope, you'll notice I'm wearing a little badge. Uh, this badge says clergy because it's official. It's official, guys. I'm totally. I'm totally up. I've got my little package today. I've become a minister. So, um, let's, let's see, uh, let's see all the goodies we've got in here. Right, so we've got some goodies. So I've got a, uh, a card here. The Universal Life Church Ministries Credential of Ministry. This is to certify that the bearer hereof on this day, the 31st of October in the year 2017, Ian Lee, is ordained by the Universal Life Church Ministries. That's a classy um, credit card can style. I have a look? Yeah, you can. Mm. Um, October 31st. This is from America. I got it today. That's incredible service. Works in mysterious ways. I've got here... I'm showing this to the, the guys on Periscope. Um, Universal Life Church Ministries, my certificate. Credentials of ministry. This is to certify it, that Ian Lee, that the bearer hereof has been ordained on this day, the 31st of October, and is officially, officially recognised as a member of the Universal Life Church and has all rights and privileges to perform all duties of the ministry. Have you read the back of this? I've not had a chance to yet. <laughs> OK, the last few lines. Go on. The Universal Life Church Ministries assumes no responsibility for any actions undertaken by the bearer hereof for any purpose other than for which it's issued. This credential does not certify knowledge of certain beliefs, practices, procedures and or requirements of any particular de- denominational belief system. Yep. Yeah, yep. There you go. I've got Congrats. here two Congrats. certificates of marriage. Um... They're classy. Look at that gold gold stamp on there. That is classy. Are they legal in the UK? Well, this is well. Okay. Um, I think you might have to have a proper. This one. is what we need. No, no, no. I, I don't. No, you don't. Here's the thing. You don't. You've just got to. You you don't. Registry office as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going to do it in a church, am I? No. What I'm saying is, you need a document from the registry office. I've, as got, well. I've got the document here. I've got this is. A, I've got a marriage certificate here. No. Yeah. I don't think that's... Yeah, and then I've got this as well. I don't know what this is. It's got flowers. It's a flowery one. I don't... Yeah, you know, it, the, no, the thing is, but it is, though. It actually is. And then I've got here a book. Look at this. By the power vested in you. And then the O in you has got all of the religious symbols from, like, the, the you know, the, the Muslims and all that. Um, and so the power vested in you. How to officiate a wedding. Oh, Dedication to you, our ministers. We are so proud and so grateful for the good that you do in the universe every day. Thank you. 
A note about this book. The Universal Life Church advocates proudly and fiercely that all loving individuals should have the ability to get married. External hierarchical hierarchical structures should not be permitted undue power over a person's spiritual or personal happiness. This is great. Listen to this. Throughout this guide, we will occasionally make reference to the two individuals involved in the wedding ceremony as the bride and groom. We do this for convenience sake and apologise if it causes any offence. That's great. When the situation demands, we would welcome you to mentally replace bride and or groom with the more appropriate term. That's brilliant. This is everyone can get married. Um, You can do same sex. I can do um, pagan marriages, renewal of vows, hand fasting. What's hand? That's a pagan thing. Is it? Okay, Mm -hmm. fine. I can do that. Um, The ceremony, ordination... Um, now, introduction. As a wedding officiant, you have the privilege of overseeing... I'm genuinely excited by this. We're going to do this, right? I am going to check out the legality. I think you can... I think you have to get them to sign something in the registry office as well. Yes. But I think you, I can marry people. Well, I can do fancy writing if you want calligraphy on those like, nice ones. Um, so what we're going to do, over the, over the weekend, I will check out the legality of it. It talks about it on the website. Perfectly legal in America, right? And if we can't, if we cannot get this to work in the UK, um, as long as we've got a job next year, we're looking at going to San Francisco in the second week of April next year. Something round about then. So if we can't do it in the UK, we're get, definitely going to marry some people in San Fran. But, 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 we, uh, I, I think you can make this work in, in Brim. As a wedding officiant, you have the privilege of overseeing the beautiful moment when two hearts join together. Regardless of the form the ceremony takes, the wedding is often one of the most important days in a couple's life. It is an honour to be asked to be a minister, but also places on you the serious responsibility of facilitating a wonderful experience for everyone involved. The goal of this guide is to help you learn more about what you can do before, during and after the wedding ceremony to ensure that the wedding day is a pleasant one for the couple and for the guests. This is absolutely brilliant. Um, now, uh, State and county laws. Now, does this, this is in America before the ceremony. Ordination. In the United States, most states recognise pastors, priests, clergymen, officiants, ministers, judges and justices of the peace as people who are authorised to solemnise, solemnise, sodomise. No. Solemnise. Yes. A marriage. Each state has unique cr- criteria for who can legally officiate. You should verify the rules within your state before performing any weddings. In most areas of the country, the United States, ministers who are ordained online by the Universal Life Church can perform legally binding weddings. This is just the best thing. And do you know how much it cost me? It was free. $40 to get the certificates and stuff. Otherwise, it was free. Various organisations provide an opportunity for people to become ordained ministers in order to perform weddings, although the Universal Life Church is easily the largest and most widely recognised among these. Um, uh, uh, um, OK, so we've, we've done that. Um, oh, 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 If you'd like to do baptisms and funerals, you can. Oi! Can you marry more than one person at time, or does it have to be um, a legally... It's got to be legally. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't moment, do like, so. like a mass wedding. No, 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 no. Um, if you would like to be come ordained to perform, uh, you can go through. Yeah, so I can do I can do uh, baptisms and funerals. In some uh, counties, okay, in America, as the officiant, you need to make sure the wedding ceremony is held in accordance with state and local laws. Okay. 
Making it legal. Okay, where's, where, it doesn't say. You've got to look online about doing it abroad. That's the thing. Um, so uh, I will look online. This is going to happen. Um, this is the best. This is the. So can you? Um, I tell you who we want to get on the show next week. Brother G. Martin Freeman. He's from the Universal Life Church. I want to get this dude on. Right. Well, I mean, it's your church. Well, I know, but can you can you reach out to him? I'll pray, and if you, I'll pray for guidance. And if you could reach out, have to you him. not got him in a directory or something? No, brother G. Martin Free Martin Freeman. Yeah. This fella doesn't look like Martin Freeman. He's black. Um, Martin Freeman's white. Is it G? Just G. Letter G. Brother G. Martin Freeman. This is the best thing that could ever happen. Did I do the half-past break? Oh, let's do it now. Late-night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. It's time to change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search time to change to find out more. Good evening, James. Hi, Ian. You're right. I'm good, thank you, mate. Looking forward to performing my first wedding. That'd be exciting. I'd like you to marry me. Um, I'm hoping you'll mean you've got a partner already. Well, I think I need to find a, a woman willing to put up with me first, but a, then, but then would you marry me? A woman, you say? A woman? Uh, yes, of course, I'd be happy to. Um, now you're a clergyman, can you show me your cross? Get lost! Good one. Well done. Thank you. There we go. That was a nice little scene there. We hadn't rehearsed that. That just happened. I teed you up. Yeah. You took it. Thank you I very much. Like, Ian, I'm a bubbling mixture of emotions at the moment. Go on. Okay, so I'm getting a new car tomorrow. Ooh. Um, not quite in time for Wolverhampton Rabbit Hole, so I'm taking the train oh, um, okay. to that one. Okay. But, um, so I had to draw out about a, a grand or so in cash, <laughs> um, because obviously they're, they're dodgepots and don't you, want to declare uh, it. Yes, yes, yes. So I, over, over a few credit cards, I went to a few different cash points yep. because it's a bit dodgy in Stratford and I didn't want to be lingering around yep. any single cash point, you know, withdrawing loads of money. So I, I went to each cash point, quickly jammed it in my wallet. Yeah. This was about five hours ago or so. So I, I've only just counted the money. Instead of £20 notes in one of the cash points, they gave me 50s instead. Shut the front door! And if I'd have known at the time and actually counted it, I would have rinsed it. <laughs> well, here's, here, here, let me let me pour some a uh, cold glass of urine on uh, your parade. They'll know exactly how much money came out of that machine. I'm afraid, and uh, I, you'll. I've got, withdra- I've got a limit. So how much did you get out then? So you want you wanted two fifty. My, 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 my limit's three hundred. Yeah. So I did three hundred from each machine from each card. Yeah. So how and much have you got in fifties? So fifty, about two hundred quid. Uh, sorry, four. Uh, probably about six hundred quid. It's not bad. They're, they'll 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 get you for it. They'll get you for they'll it. Catch up. Me and Kath have done enough of these stories to know they'll catch you. Until then, the drinks are on me. Hey! <laughs> I like that. I like that attitude. He's living for today. He knows they're going to come and get him. But what, what the hell? He's going to spaff it all away. He's like Thelma and Louise. Isn't it just? Isn't it just? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Good evening, CJ. 
Uh, good evening. D- did you notice the um, the vicar costume you can get on that website too? The what? 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 Um, you can you can actually buy the minister's outfit as well. Oh, you're joking. Well, we're all. This is all. We're all uh, a guy yeah. here. This is happening. Well, I'm going to do. I'm going to do a wedding. I've got my certificate. I've actually got my certificates, guys. Going to get that framed. I was going to get my certificate, but they closed my bank card down. So well, then that's it. that's God's that's God's will. Yeah. <laughs> God God has, has decreed that you don't. You're not right for Him. I, so. I've been blessing people this week. It's been it's been good. Yeah. Well, 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 well. Look at this. I'm but, um, this by the I was going to ring in and talk about um, previous times where I've rang in drunk and been a hand person. fasting is where you um, look. You tie your hands together with rope that's what fasting means uh, no fasting means not eating isn't the tying the hands together an old uh, marriage ceremony where they tie your hands together with some cloth this is tied together with actual rope oh sounds a bit kinky didn't it just i'm up for that but um yes. yeah um i was gonna talk about the drinking problems i used to have oh you used to have them did you yeah absolutely oh, you're, cu- you're cured now um, I've channeled it into different things, uh, writing and creative oh, processes. I'm glad, I'm glad you're cured. Um, yeah, and what I try to do now, you know what, you know, instead of going out getting drunk, yeah. um, I'll treat myself to something like a, a new Dalek, because I collect Daleks. Right. And, um, the, the next step of this is, um, I've started collecting, um, penises from around the world as well. Sorry? You know when you go into shops in, on holiday? And you see, like, a, 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 a souvenir penis hanging there. Not really, no. I don't not, tend not, not to go that. into um, penis uh, souvenir shops, no. All right, well, it's, it's like uh, penis key whistles, uh, key rings, uh, whistles, uh, lollipops. Um, and I've, I've now got a sort of international dick collection, and I found, found that helps, really. Well, well, that's great news. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. Can I give you a penis tip? Yeah, yes, you can. Go to Taormina in Italy because they've got a huge thing. It's like an old folk custom where they kind of fetishise um, images of penises. and it's Yes, I've seen the pictures. It's fantastic. All over, you know, my, my parents weren't there on holiday and were <laughs> delighted to find that there was a running theme. Wow, fantastic. Yep. So uh, there's a tip for you if anyone is fond of that kind of stuff. (laughs) It certainly is. Well, good luck with your dick collection. Thank you, Ian. There we go, there we go. um, I don't don't Um, really know how to react to that People cope the way they cope, I guess. Whatever gets you through the night, it's all right. You know who sang that song? It's all right. You? John Lennon. John Lennon's only, I think, well, maybe Imagine went to number one. I don't think Imagine went to number one in the States. I believe John Lennon's only US number one was Whatever Gets You Through the Night. Do you know that song? Yeah, I think I do. It's, a, it's an okay song. but It's him and Elton John, basically. It's an okay song, but it's it's not exactly... Um... Do you know what I think would make it better? Uh, yeah. Nicky Knowles. Yeah, oh yeah. Duetting with... Who else has got an album out at the moment? Part, uh, part from... Manford. Manford, yeah. That would sound good, wouldn't it? Listen, I mean, this is it. This is um. Oh, it's an advert for. Uh... Here we go. This is it. This is this is. This isn't whatever gets you through the night. No. What is this? Oh, there oh, we go. Yeah. There oh, we go. Oh. This is such a weird song. It's only American number one. Oh. Funky Lennon. Disco. Whatever gets you through the night. It's all right, it's all right. It's all right, it's all right. Don't 
Oh, it's, it's not exactly classic. That reminds it? me. Yes. I've not heard anything from Yoko. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio with Time to Change. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. I want to see his dick now. Sorry, you join us as we're watching a video about a man who's uh, had a three foot penis and balls that dragged along the floor. And, um, I mean, blimey, that's, he's having a look, look, he can't believe it. Didn't smile. Didn't smile when he saw it. It really is the most... Um, I'll tweet it, but... Um, it's NSFW. It, yeah, yeah, I think it's unfair. They, they showed us his penis before. They didn't show it afterwards. And his, his, balls look, his balls are so big and low, it looks like a bum from behind. Another bum. They've pixelated the pictures. You've got to watch the video. That That is... Uh, bloody... Uh, why would Hannah tell me about that? Why did you tweet me that, Hannah? That's disgusting. I mean, admittedly, she didn't tweet me the video. I had to go searching for it. But, um... Um... Uh, there's the video of guys. If you guys want to look... Look, look at Sam. You've never seen him move so quickly to a computer. Look. Evening, Kyle. Evening, boss. You all right? Yeah, I'm all right. No one's listening to us, Kyle. They're all watching that video. Well, I was going to say, how does it, how's it work? Is it like a space hopper? How does it work? It's very much like a space hopper, it's, yes. It's massive. I mean, I think it's, we think it's tumorous tumor, of some yeah. kind. But but it's not oh. because because it's it's still penis and, and bollock shaped. It isn't it. It's still. He, he does say in a part of it that it started out as the size of a fist, and it's. I mean, it's. Pregl- I mean, it looks like. But do, yeah, it's like an elephant's leg. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Let's let's hang on a second. This is from the Daily Mirror um, website. Let's have a little listen. Hang on. Here we go. Hang on. Here we go. Let's see what it says. Warning: contains footage some viewers. Well, why can't? Why we go? Hang on. I got full footage. Here we go. Hang on. Here we go. Here we go. Right. Contains footage some viewers may find upsetting. I don't even know what's wrong. If it's been caused by a human hand, then I can only trust in God. Yes, I can only take it to God. He's taking it to a doctor, so... Look at the state of that! Jeez! How can he stand up? Boris, known as Florence, has had a growth on his genitals for the last ten years. Oh, jeez! His penis is more than ten times the size of an average man's, and now it's so large that he struggles even to walk. The thing started very small, very small. It started like a boil. It was the size of this fist. It's quite big. It started like the size of this fist, the swelling. I tried herbal medicine. It didn't work. It just continued to grow bigger and bigger. Blimey! Mate, keep your pants on! In the beginning, doctors tried to remove the growth, but after an initial operation, it continued to grow. To make it harder, he lost both his parents at a and was unable to afford to go back for further help. Oh, I see, yeah. He now lives with his elderly grandmother and brother, unable to find a normal job. Bec- well, uh, Hank, what, what job does he do then? <laughs> but also, I mean, you, if you were writing the script, you wouldn't put the phrase in harder. to make it harder. <laughs> really. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
You, 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 I mean, you, you just, uh, you just wouldn't. It really is. Um, hang on a minute, Carl. Just stay there. I just want to call someone. Hang on. <laughs> just calling someone. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Someone's, just, someone's um, not enjoying the show, and I just wonder what we can do to make the show a little bit better for them. Oh dear. Have you got the phone number of our friend who used to um, email us? Mm, I may have. Let's see if you've got it. Four, four, seven. There we go. Okay, fine. I don't want to. Four, four. Text it in saying he's morning your drink and drug days, more depression talk and an unhealthy obsession with cocks. Great show, Ian. Great show. Oh, that's got a tone of Doesn't voice it? that we recognise. Let's, let's, let's compare numbers, shall we? Let's compare numbers. Seriously. <laughs> it wasn't morning my drink and drug days. It was was affectionately looking back. Just go and check our record. Thank you very much indeed. Anyway, Carl. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a bit sad, but I don't know whether uh, you would like this and whether you can think of a, a comparable example. I was trying to find, uh, uh, I was trying to play Benny and the Jets earlier tonight. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking, yeah, and I can only find a live version. Yeah. And then when I dug into it, I didn't realise the studio version is the live version. Sorry? The... So the, the studio version they recorded, yes, that was on the uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road album, right? Um, yeah, they totally mocked it up and put loads of reverb on it, and I feel really sad now. I'm telling you this, I'm really but, sorry. Well, hang on, are you saying that the studio version is live, or the live version is in the studio? I'm confused. No, no, no sorry, the live. So the version but, everybody knows, yes, the Jets, is live. No, it was recorded in the studio, but, and then they put loads of sound effects on it. So to make it sound live. live. Yeah. And I was trying to think, is there anybody else? I know the Beatles used to redub loads of stuff, as you would know. Yes. But I just found that really weird. I was like, what a bizarre, odd... That's why I can never find, like, a clean studio edit of the song. Well, because... But, but, <laughs> it, um, but there... Um, it, um, I don't... What's, what's your question, caller? <laughs> what is your question, caller? Sorry, no, I was just wondering. So, so because obviously you're like the mon- you're into music and the monkeys and yes. this and the other. But of other people, I know the, the Stones did a similar thing where they did a live album and pretended it. Uh, sorry, no, no they did a studio album well, and it was live. There's a Tom Jones album live in Las Vegas that's that's fake. Most here's the thing though: most live albums are um, most of it's re-recorded in the studio. Well, that's a, that, because the one that has stuck in my head, and hence the reason ringing, well, not the reason, but anyway, um, it stuck in my head, the um, uh, Wings Over America, a lot of that was recorded in the studio. Oh, yeah, it, that's it, all it, fake. We, yeah, they're, they're definitely, that's all fake. Yeah, but I just thought, what a really bizarre thing to do for Benny and the Jets. I was like, what? What's your question, caller? I'm not really a massive Elton John fan, is, is, is my view. Uh, well, no, it's strange, because, I, yeah, I wasn't, but I thought, yeah, I like that, I like Pinball Wizard, but I thought, yeah, but it was only because I thought, oh, I'll play this for a bit of a change tonight. Like. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll get the studio version. And yeah. it's only when, you know, when you think back, you think, hang on, I don't think I've ever had a non-live version of it. 
Oh, yeah. I know. You, you're telling. Yeah, I know. This is the fourth time, Kyle. You've told Sorry, us. <laughs> you've told us this. <laughs> oh, my brain is so frazzled. <laughs> oh, God. So, g- g- what's your question, caller? Uh, the question is about live albums and are they all fake? And then you're going to say yes. Most of them are, yeah. Most of them, most of them are fake. Most of them are fake. Um, some of them are recorded. They record a concert and then they go back and they strip all the tracks back and they'll kind of redo a lot of the tracks. The vocals will often be completely redone on live albums. The Beach Boys in Concert, it, the 1960s album is fake. Uh, Slay, uh, Slade, Kiss Alive, the first live... Well, all their live albums are pretty much redone in the studio. Some albums will even take um, screams from different artists live records and superimpose those over the top well that yeah that was a bizarre thing because the uh <coughs> excuse me the elton john one yeah uh weirdly was using uh a bit of crowd noise from uh the jimmy hankett's gig in 69 yeah. i was like what but but yeah that's what they do well, well you, you've answered that and uh thanks very much thanks Cheers. very much indeed carl there we go this is um just try this guy one more time um I still don't quite know what Kyle's um, what Kyle's uh, question was there. No, but there's a lot of words. There's a lot of words, and do you know what? It's what we needed at the um, at the time. More depression talk. Always happy to um, have depression talk on the show. I don't get why that is um, a criticism. Morning, your drink and drug days. More depression talk and an unhealthy obsession with cocks. Great show, Ian. Great show. Now they're four, saying that four, they're saying seven, that is in four. a negative way. Yeah. Um. And I'm thinking, yeah, that does sound actually, that actually sounds like a brilliant show. It does, but he also doesn't sound like a completely happy man, does he? No, morning, you're drinking drug. If if I saw a listing, right on tonight's uh, on tonight's show, the host will be morning is drinking drugs days, more depression talk, and an unhealthy obsession with cocks from I'm ten. In. I would think, yeah, that I don't I don't get the criticism. And this is it was interesting when I retweeted um, uh, Matt Haig's tweet. It was obvious. It became obvious to me quite quickly that. People were seeing two different tweets, and it, and it, we've only got a minute and a half left to kind of deal with this huge concept, and it came down a lot to prejudice and bias, and perhaps I was, I had to accept that perhaps I, my prejudice and bias was seeing a different tweet to the one that was sent, but, but half of the people were seeing this tweet about um, uh, someone choosing not to, to wear the poppy because of uh, an ethical decision, and other people were seeing um, a tweet attacking those who wear the poppy because they are, are, are unethical. I, I, I don't not, and I was certainly on the former side. I'm not saying that was necessarily correct, but it was interesting how I could see a Twitter division happening live in front of my eyes and, and be able to take a step back far enough to realise that was what was going on on that bombshell. Mm-hmm. What a convoluted way to end this show. Uh, this has been The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, on Talk Radio with Time to Change. One in four of us will fight a mental health problem this year. Having a mate in your corner can make all the difference. Search Time to Change to find out more. If you're coming to see us at Wolverhampton tomorrow, the show starts at seven, finishes at nine. We'll be downstairs at ten past nine for pictures. We are leaving at quarter to ten. Um, I, I tell you now because it's a long old trek. Um, if you're not coming, you'll be able to watch us on Periscope and we will be taking your calls tomorrow evening between 7 and 9. It's a different phone number. Follow at Ian Lee on Twitter or go to facebook.com slash Ian Lee. 
to find out the details. Uh, from me, from Catherine, from Sam, uh, t- uh, good night. <laughs>